This week on Lazy Hollywood, we'll be looking at the Karate Kid, and we promise we won't say anything bad until the competition. Well, maybe. Hello, welcome to Lazy Hollywood. You got myself, Paul. You got Nick, and this week we are joined by Griff. Hello, Griff. Hello. There is Nick. Um, yeah, this week we'll be doing Karate Kids, which is dead exciting. Dead exciting. It is dead exciting. Yes. Um, I think it's going to be to be hard to hold the punches. Oh, do what he did there. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a tournament. Can this withstand the tournament that is this podcast? Oh, that's that's a question. That is the question. Um, I've got another question though, Nick. Yep. When did the um, original come out? The original, it came out in 1984. 1984. So, um, when did the remake come out? 2010. My God, what a gap. Surely, with that amount of time, they could do nothing but make improvements to this film. In certain ways, I suppose. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, they wouldn't have bothered remaking it, right? Yep. Exactly. Right. So we begin... Let's begin with a long car journey. Before I start my rant. You think you got a bit of a rant in you this week? I've got two major ones for the remake. Oh. Ooh. And one of them does go back to the whole Italian job rant, which is a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> with name matching location? No, name matching martial arts, but we'll, we'll get on to that in a minute. Yeah, okay, yeah. This is big. <laughs> this is this big. Is big. Okay, so The Karate Kid, 1984. Starts out in New Jersey, where you've got a uh, a nice few shots of the New Jersey background and people living there, and uh, uh, what appears to be a family driving off with the title as the Karate Kid. Yeah. Then you've got like a 20 minute car journey. It feels 20 minutes. <laughs> At least for that. I feel like we went with them. <laughs> yeah, across the that's whole what, of America. That's how I was immediately attached to this film, because I thought I was moving in with them, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't a silent car scene. At least they actually like spoke a little. Yeah, that's true. At least it was just music. Yeah, they like create suspense by like not showing him. That's the right. That is. That's right. In fact, I think the only glimpse you get of them in this car journey is when it breaks down and you see them pushing the car, and that is literally it. Then, yeah. yeah. Then there's another ten minutes of driving, and eventually they get to their um. Apartment. The apartment 20, I do believe, with luxurious swimming pool. Oh, yes. And this is where you meet our star of the film. Is that the old woman downstairs? <laughs> Lady with the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. Good old Daniel. Actually, it was, uh... Yeah, yeah, it was apartment 20, I believe. This is where, like in the uh, remake, you meet his, like, this friendly guy who you think is going to be his friend throughout the film, but he kind of disappears towards the end. Yeah, he just, um... I mean, he nearly lost him at the beach, to be honest, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. Him. He's like, oh, he is cool as I think. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah. I think mean, I don't know what he he wanted from him, to be honest with you. Because no, he seemed like really friendly at the beginning. It's like, yeah, I'd live like, a few apartments away. He, he was apartment 17. Yeah. Which, to be fair, odd numbers, that could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah. He helped him upstairs with his bike and showed him in. It's like, he's a really friendly guy. He just disappeared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he really did just fucking ditch him. <laughs> yeah. Again, same same with the remake with the uh, little blonde kid. You only see. I understand it more with the blonde kid in the remake though, because old Dre was a bit of a knobhead to it. <laughs> yeah. 
He did um, He did nothing wrong, <laughs> did he, really? No, that's true. Although you do see him right at the end in the little, uh, when they're having a little tournament in the audience. Well, that's because he was always there for him. Yeah, that's he true. Be his friend, and it was Drake that was pushing him away. Do you think they should do a spin-off film just involving the little kid and his journey, supporting him by him? Work. Well, yeah, his journey is to try and get a friend in Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the film. So yeah, so basically, they arrive in the apartment. They meet his friend who doesn't last very long. Um, swimming pool was ruined by the looks of it. He was because he was kind of excited about swimming pool. Well, his mum sold him on that, didn't she? Yeah, it's like. We'll have a swimming pool. Yeah, then she was like, I'll sort it out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, so um, that happened. Then what breaks? Is it the cupboard or something? The tap. The tap, sorry, yeah, the tap. Yeah. So the tap breaks, that doesn't work. So she tells him to go down and get the uh, the repair guy for the uh, apartments. Maintenance, maintenance yeah. that's the word. Maintenance guy. Got you, Nick. Thank you. So he goes down to the maintenance department, I suppose. Little uh, little cupboard under the... Uh, it looks like a cover from the other. And you see, um, Miyagi. Is it, I can't even, I'm gonna ruin this. Miyagi. Is that how you pronounce it? Miyagi. 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 Okay. There we go. And it's like a, um, a scene where he's trying to catch a fly with chopsticks. Yeah. Which is, I don't think I can do that to be fair. Can hardly catch a rice in a rice bowl, let alone a fly flying around. But yeah, so he gets a bit weirded out by him and he kind of walks off. Next scene is when they're kind of on the beach playing football. Or soccer to you Americans. I mean, he was um, he was really shit, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's all showboaty. You know, it's just like not passing the ball and like yeah. just going for glory. Cause you I, got... don't know, I don't know if they've seen a football slash soccer game before. No. The idea isn't just to kick the ball and all chase it. <laughs> well, if you watch like like under tens football. That's what they do. They're well, all they like what? Yeah, they're all like one little group just chasing the ball. Fuck you, watching under tens football. <laughs> Hey, I've got. I can uh, teach up to thirteen-year-olds uh, coach football. I've got a qualification. There you go, little Nick fact. Everyone. Yeah, I can teach football. Apparently, that's perfect. So, all right. So this turns into a new segment. Does oh, does it? How would you evaluate this guy's footballing ability? I mean, is this out of ten, or is this like a, just a general Ooh. comment? Well, you're the you're the coach. How would you normally gauge this? Oh. Out of footballs, one football, ten... Well, I mean, how old is Daniel in this film? How was he meant to be? 17, 17 I reckon. Yeah. Film age? Film age. Uh, like, uh, his character age. Because the tournament's under 18, isn't it? So he's probably like 17, 16. Yeah, I'd say 17. Yeah, so he's a 17-year-old playing like an under 10-year-old. I think that's the only comment I have to make on that. Better shout. Yeah. Oh, speaking of ages, I know this is changing the subject. <laughs> yeah. Griff? Yeah? I don't think you've heard the other show yet. How old do you think the turtles are? How old do you think the turtles are? Yeah. I'd say in their 30s. 15. <laughs> yeah. Turtle ages, yeah, probably 15 human years. Probably equates to 30, like... No, 15. I was trying to slide it out. 15 years old. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. ridiculous. What, in both films? In both films, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean... Splinter's the same age as them. Yeah. No. Gotta be like 83 or. Yeah, no, he's because he grew up with them, didn't he? In the lab. Yeah, yeah, in the remake. So he's like 15, 16. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought the rat could, like, because obviously before the. Whatever yeah. it is, turns him into adults and all that. Yeah. Obviously, he would have lived longer than the turtles because the turtles were all tiny little babies. And no, he was a full on, like, rodent. No, he like a year or something. Yeah. He, so he's about 17. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Debate. Well, well they're. Yeah. 
go with it. Yeah, it's a never-ending thing. Hmm. So while they're playing football and trying to showboat, or Daniel is, obviously you've got a group of girls in the background. Couple of honeys. Yep, and this is where it gets a little bit awkward. Because he stares... goes all sexual predator on It him. does, like, he stares at this girl for like 10 minutes, just long stare, where everyone else is playing football. She's just smiling at him and he's just staring. She looks away, turns back, he's still staring at her. I mean, yeah, I mean, he did, didn't he, a little stare off. Yeah. It's the yeah. fact she looked away, she looked back and she he was still staring. It's just a little bit creepy. Just well, he didn't even take, he just stood there. Yeah. Standing over her, staring at her. It's a bit, bit strange. Yeah. But, yeah. So that happens. Yeah, so that happens. I think she gets, she throws the ball at him, he does a few kick-ups and they were running off. I know, a little bit of skill there. Yeah. Very showboating again. Yep. I, I rate him a 2 out of 10 at the moment. Oh. Oh, I know. Jesus. Um. Then it kind of cuts to like a night scene, so they've pretty much been there all day. They've got a little bonfire going, got some food. It's my bit that I want to bring up. Okay, yeah. yep. And I quote, I'm going to a beach party tomorrow. Come along. Where's the party? <laughs> what, what time to get there? They spend about six hours chasing the football rounds, and they just hold around in a corner by themselves with no drink, no food, nothing. About three foot away from a group of girls that none of them want to talk to. The only people on the beach is this group of guys and this group of girls. I mean, they even have separate fires as well. That's what I'm saying. The only people on the beach. And this is a party. (laughs) They shout out, girls, you're having a party. You want to come over? No. Just doing the same as us, sitting around a fire. So, I don't know how I felt about that. You could just be going to the beach tomorrow, do you want to yeah. come? Combined fires have one massive fire, you know. I was straight away being in this town thinking, mate, you don't know how to party. <laughs> They're just borrowing the other people's music, so the only stereos by the girls. Yep. They haven't brought their own music. Yep. Yeah. Well, they brought us a football. Like, like, get closer to them so we can, like, dinge off their music. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sitting there, listening to our Banana Rama greatest hits. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> and they're giving nothing back. So in this scene, after that, um, somehow the girls get the football again. So she gives it back to Daniel. And he basically teaches her how to do oh, kick Even that, his mate was like, oh, go get the football. He yeah. fucking lost it out. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? <laughs> Pretty much. Knocks down the radio. Yeah, he, he like, like smashed it. He's like, oh, he's like that guy that like you'd be talking to a girl and they'll just shove you in the back and you're just pushed into him. Oh, just... I met Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Really was. He went up and he's like, oh, I'll kick her in the head and you can go over and make sure she's all right. He might as well just said that. He launched that ball at him. <laughs> I'm not having it. I'm not impressed with that. So that, sorry. It's okay. So next, here comes trouble. Oh. Bikers arrive. With their lovely little uh, dirt bikes. I don't think their intention was to cause trouble. I'm completely on their side in this one. I would agree, yeah. I mean, so... He starts off, say- he starts off saying, like, oh, this is the final year, I'm going to make it happen. Like, yeah. just going there to make peace. Yes, yeah. And of course you've got Mr. Starer, whatever his name is, just staring at them while they talk to all the girls. He's only known this girl for like five seconds and he's already getting jealous. <laughs> They haven't even spoken, have they? He's, he's taught her how to play, like, football. Oh, he's like, taught her to do, like, keep-ups. Kick yeah, free kick he, He's getting awfully possessive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Let's be honest. Am I, is, uh, a friend um, trying to make peace. Am I right saying that this guy's called his, his name is Johnny, right? I haven't got that. I haven't forgotten. Yeah, John, yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah. I think it's Johnny Lawrence. That's right, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, all Johnny wants to do is talk to this girl who is... Yeah. Is it Ali? It is Ali, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Ali. All he wants to do is talk to her. 
And obviously he takes the radio away because he wants to have a chat. So this is when uh, Daniel kind of starts to lose it a bit. Well, before, I mean, I suppose Johnny first throws the radio on the floor because she's not having any of it. Then Johnny picks, sorry, not Johnny, uh, Daniel picks it up. Then he gets like pushed to the floor, I suppose. He just, he just kind of like says like, you want the radio, have it. It's not yeah. his fault that Daniel's a bit of a <laughs> yeah. wimp and he just can't, can't keep his balance. <laughs> no, he falls he over. completely the wrong way. Yeah. And you retaliate. And yeah. I think, like, he just defends himself. He just steps aside. He doesn't kind of attack him. I just think yeah, Daniel kind of brought it on himself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, every time Daniel goes to attack Johnny, he just knocks him to the floor and leaves him. He doesn't, like, go in for the kill, as it were. Just like, yeah, no, stay away. And when he goes in to, like, help him out, he gets sucker punched. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> so true. And then, like, they say, then they go, okay, you want to play karate? We'll do karate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, but like, before the scene started, Ali knew like there was, like obviously her ex boyfriend's a bit trouble, so she kicks the ball purposely out of the way. You'd think like oh, I've known this girl for five seconds. This conversation looks a bit deep. I should st- I should stay away. Yeah, I suppose it would be like modern day equivalent meeting someone someone in the bar or in a pub or something. Then they're like ex coming up, and you're just trying to get involved with their argument. Well, you don't just start fighting for no reason. <laughs> no, no and the, she's impressed by this. Yeah. Is the kind of person she is, in my opinion. She's impressed to the guy that get getting knocked to the floor. And later on, though, she's even worse when she tries to antagonise him. Yeah. yeah. She goes up later on and goes, oh, I really hope he gets what's coming to him. I wonder who could do that type of thing. It's almost like handing him a knife, saying, no, what are you going to do? <laughs> she's <laughs> trouble. She is trouble. And it makes the ditch him, because they're like, oh, some friend you found. And there goes, like, mm. the friend. I don't think you see him again until, like, the end. <laughs> yeah, that was lives it. He's in the same bar- your apartments, but, like, yeah, I don't know you anymore. No. You lost the fight. Goodbye. I thought, jeez, you're the one that invited me to a party. There's not even a party. <laughs> I'll just say it's 1-1. Yeah. Go, let's 1-1, mate. We've got a story. <laughs> and also, wouldn't you want the scoop? Wouldn't you want to go the next day and be like, oh, mate, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> As <laughs> the face. I mean, he was so caring in like the first scene you saw him. Just he, like, yeah, he's he help you with the bag. Like, yeah. oh. well, if, if these guys were like really like bad, and they turned around and said, "Look, he's dead. You guys are all dead as well." And they're like, "Look, we don't know him, mate. It's nothing to do with us." He goes, "All right, if you do know him, you're dead." And I'd be like, "I've got to choose, mate. Sorry, I can't know you. I'm dead." Yeah. I'd accept that, but not just like, "Oh, his mate who I invited here, he got beaten up, and now I don't want to know him because <laughs> I thought he was hard." I don't know what he wanted from him. But it's a he wanted from him. Strange, strange person. Yeah, ten minutes ago, this guy just wanted a swimming pool yeah. <laughs> and a fixed tap. Yeah, and the fixed up. Then you question why do you want a swimming pool? You're about <laughs> fucking five minutes away from the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why, why are you so devastated about this? Very true. Anyway, let's move on. So next scene after that little um, no. scuffle Shut happens. Up. We get... This This seems a little bit annoyed me because this mum just... Like, okay, so obviously Daniel's a bit bruised up. Probably got a black eye from the night before. So he, he goes out of... Well, he tries to get out of his apartment. He's wearing glasses. Yeah. And for some reason, his mum just flipped and just like, take these glasses off now. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I, I can only assume he doesn't wear glasses. Yeah. I got Ever. from this... Yeah, I don't know where he got these glasses, but I can only assume he's never worn glasses before. Yeah. When did he find the time to unpack? I know, right? <laughs> Straight to a beach party and like... Yeah. Uh. Beating up on your first day there. Great impression he's making so far. <laughs> well, he's, he's a little toe rag, isn't he? Yes. He's a psychopath. Apparently. So, yeah, anyway. Um, so, his mum kisses him goodbye and all that stuff. So, he has a little bike ride to uh, school. Guessing it's his first day at school. Because, I suppose, yeah. And um, he kind of... He meets up with um, 
Ali again, who's... Is she playing football or is she cheerleading? Because I, I can't remember in this scene. A bit later on, I think she's just she's just walking along. I ah, think. okay. She just cycles up behind her. I thought she was cheerleading here, wasn't she? Cheerleading practice. That's when the football, that's a bit later. I think that's... Oh, is this where she just finds... Okay. I think she's like, how's the eye? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, this is the scene, yeah. And, um, yeah, this is right, because this happens um, kind of early on. This is where he's kind of doing, on this first day of school, some, like, football trials or something. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's just running around in groups chasing the football there. <laughs> <laughs> the only time a goal popped up is when she scored a goal at some point. Apart from that, no one. Yeah. In this, oh, I let you get to him. He's a dick as well, isn't he? Oh yeah. So he kind of a bad tackle happens. I think he went for the ball. He just he, missed it a little. Yeah, he went for the ball. He missed it. Then he just flips out. This guy. Just goes to ground and pound him. It's yeah, like... just like nobody. It's just like something like nobody hits me. I'm like, I'm gonna kill you. Just I like... mean, he's got. Then this kid's got issues. In his part in comedy, he walks off. He goes, I hate this skull. And I thought, what's actually happened? I love the way the teacher just grabs him by the by the shirt on his neck. Yeah. And uh, he's so he's he's done this. He's lashed out. He smacked this guy in the face, and he hated the school. Yeah, well, this is your first day. I'm pretty sure. Just because you're not in the team. Yeah. So I thought, is it the school's fault, really? No. What's what's the school done? <laughs> Nothing apparently. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so he walks away in a angry mood, I suppose. The next scene is when he's looking after a book at in his at his house, a karate book. Because you know this film is called The Karate Kid, unlike yep. its remake. But we'll get to mm. that. We'll get to oh, that soon. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So he's kind of doing his uh, his kick. Yeah. And someone, please pronounce his name again. Mr. Miyagi. Miyagi. There you go. Mr. Miyagi walks in to repair the tap. Three days later. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing about. I'm guessing roughly about three days later. Hopefully yeah, yeah. That's great service. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as he lives downstairs. Yeah, we've got 128 hour call out, like, wait. Yeah. So he's a repairing the tap and obviously looking at watching him do karate. Then it either cuts to later on or on the next day when uh, Daniel's at school and uh, good old Ali pops up and starts talking to him. Then they're kind of talking about uh, the soccer trouts and how he didn't make it and all that stuff. Yeah, why? Why did he make it? Because when went all Vinnie Jones on him. <laughs> yeah. Then he decides he's going to pay for both their lunches. Uh, I mean, her lunch costs... One dollar twenty-five. I was about to say, like, he got a good deal. <laughs> his was two fifty, and ours was one twenty-five. Is <laughs> that how much is hers? Okay, I'll pay for that then. <laughs> well, I mean, what the fuck does he buy an apple? I mean, what? <laughs> that was unbelievable when he goes, "Oh no, it's both of them." And I thought, "Oh wow!" And it's just like, "Oh yeah, three twenty-five. And I thought, "Fuck!" You know, no wonder you didn't care, mate. I know. What's my lunch? I'm later on was going about having no money, so I thought maybe you shouldn't have done that, mate. No, I should have saved your dollar twenty-five. Well, because your mum needs it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. So next thing after that is uh, when you've got uh, Johnny talking to his mum in like, is that a cafe or something, and he kind of goes off to the dojo because yeah. he wants to do some karate. You know, karate, not kung fu. Anyway. <laughs> not kung fu. <laughs> Because the Karate Kid, but yeah, so um, he, he he goes off to the dojo, and while they're doing training, he sees his enemy, his hate for this one person who he's seen one in the space of like three, four days. Um, Johnny is there, so he's like, nope, I'm out. Oh, really so fortunate, isn't it? Yeah. I think they would have welcomed him in, he's just like, just bottled it, he could have made friends. Yeah, good have. cool friends to have. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's just gone wrong, really. So, yeah, he has a conversation with his mum. He goes back to the cafe. She, she's becoming a manager or something. Well, she gets to do a course sometimes, potentially. Yeah, that's back. right, to be trained as a manager. Which is, is it not better than the job that she had when she, I mean, she got a new job already? I 
don't know. It's strange, isn't it? I didn't understand because she goes, oh, we've got better benefits with this and it's better and better than what I was offered already. And I thought, what, the job that you went there for? Because I thought you worked for another company. I thought it was something to do with, like, electrics or something. Yeah, I thought it was up and coming computers or electrics. Now she's trying to be a trainee manager at a cafe. Bit of a difference. I mean, he's only been there about three days, so where the fuck has she jacked it in, got a new job and not even tried it? (laughs) That tells me she bored easily. I wouldn't have hired her. Yeah. Perhaps she lied about the whole trip. She didn't. I can tell. You know when someone's been found out. Yeah. And they're trying to they're trying to get a job because they think I've been rumbled here. Don't Thinks. actually have anything. No. I don't know why I'm here. No. That's why they've got no money. Yeah. Got a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, he talks about how he doesn't want to do karate anymore. How about it? it's stupid? And she's like, Yeah, good. We can't afford it anyway. I mean, that was a really unsupportive parent. Yeah. Just say, look. If you want to do it, let's just do it. Like we'll, f- we'll find a way to uh, afford it or something. Yeah, this is the only thing I've seen you ever care about. I made you move all out of here. It's the least you can do. Yep. Exactly, but instead, no. Yeah, so he has to rush off because she's got a meeting or something, like some people arriving. Next scene is when he's uh, riding his bike in the dark, kind of going home, as it were. Then this is where the bikers arrive. Good old Johnny and his crew. And they basically force him off the road. It's, oh, it's not really a road. It's kind of like a dirt hill. They were just riding along. I think yeah. he just... I don't, know what, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, they're riding along. They kind of, I suppose they edge him onto the side and they drive off and he just tumbles down. He could have just stopped. Like, it, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> yeah. So he goes tumbling down the hill and he's kind of in pain, I suppose. He's got he's got a really bad uh, head injury like, for just uh, rolling down the hill a little bit. Just where he chucks the bike away. Yeah, this is, yeah, when he kind of, he's had enough. He's got the big red bin, picks up the bike and just chucks it. This is yeah. a hate bike a bit like the school like what's the bike done to him it's not, his fault. it's not the bike's fault he can't ride it properly yeah he's having a sulk isn't he let's be honest let's call it up we see it he's having a bit of a sulk here I hate this school I hate this bike yeah then he then he goes to his mum because obviously his mum appears and he's like I hate this place I hate the school I hate the bike I hate karate <laughs> why did you take me out of here it's been like four days He's already had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, I mean, you can see why she wasn't in a rush to take him back at this point. Because I wouldn't be surprised if he was like this where he was before. Yeah. Perhaps they had to get out of the state because he was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> they had to move halfway across the country just to get away from everything. Well, yeah, it's probably thought, oh, God, we'll start again. He's going on. Yeah, so while she walks him off to calming down, uh, you see Miyagi. Is it Miyagi? Miyagi. Miyagi. Damn it, I'll get it right soon. Um... Kind of appear out of his little, uh, little maintenance closet place thing. Just kind of, and you just see him. I don't know, just stare where the bike was thrown. I suppose. Uh, next scene is back at school. You've got uh, Daniel kind of running up <coughs> to Ali again. Well, and is this back at school where he's wearing his camo trousers? This is it, yeah, this is the scene. Is this where he goes like, oh, there's a little voice in my head, like, I should avoid you. Yeah. Because, yeah, again, so just signs of being absolute fucking psycho. Yeah. Jimmy's voices now, like... You get introduced to um, Susan also, her friend, who never gets mentioned again. Well, she didn't like him, you could tell from the (laughs) get-go. Bad news. Yeah, she ain't got a good word to say about him. But no, I did look and I sat there and I thought, is he wearing camo trousers so they wouldn't see him? (laughs) (laughs) Is this boy running scared? And this is when she antagonises him a bit, trying Mm. to get him to fight. Yeah, that is true, yeah. It's like face your fears. Yeah, she's like, oh, I can see where you're running away, you little pussy. It's basically what she says. Mm. And he's all like, no, no, I just got to go do some stuff. I forgot. I'll catch up with you later on. I don't know if we went to the arcade. No, no, no. Uh, this is the scene where literally it cuts to being nighttime, him walking up the stairs and seeing his bike on the top of the stairs. So you, the maintenance man can fix that in a day, but you can't fix the tap until four days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did Farrah look brand new, the bike? Like, 
pretty much brand new. But yeah. Um, I think we'll stop it here. It's about half an hour in. And we'll head over to the yeah. Karate Kid. Are you going to have your right now? Or? Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, straight for it. I think, well, for one of them, yes. Right. Okay. So we've got the Karate Kid 2010, which is obviously yeah. the uh, Jaden Smith version. And my biggest problem with this film right at the very beginning is... Well, I suppose you don't find out at the very beginning, but it's the name of the film. It's called The Karate Kid, but all the martial arts in the film is Kung Fu, which is a completely different martial art, because obviously yeah. karate is Japanese and Kung Fu is Chinese. I had the same, I had the same note about it all. Yeah. So I, I kind of understand why they went with Kung Fu, because they went to China in the film. But why still call it The Karate Kid if it's nothing to do with karate? Apparently they were going to call it The Kung Fu Kid, but the director like decided against it. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of understand why he decided against it because of the name behind the film, The Karate Kid. Everyone kind of, well, I suppose the majority of people have heard of The Karate Kid. But still, it's kind of like calling the Italian job the Italian job if it's in London or America or something. I still think The Kung Fu Kid would have worked. It would have worked, yeah. Names have all changed. So it's not as if it's a remake and all the characters' names are the same. And Yeah. Yeah. It's a- yeah. It's stupid as what it is. Yeah, I just... Uh, blah, blah. It is a bit... Blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it angers me. Hey, it will do. It will do. You know, it's, it's fucking... Yeah, that's good. Great shout. Yeah. So it's like... When I first heard the word come through, I was like, oh, damn, it, they've done it, haven't they? Because this is actually the first time I've actually seen the remake. I could be bothered to watch it because I've heard there incredibly bad things about it. But we'll get to those bad things. And my second rant is already here. When you first see Jaden Smith, I thought immediately he is way too young to be in this type of film. He's got to be like, I, I, I predict he's about 13, but he may yeah. even be like 9. He's 12. Yeah. He's 12. Yeah, he's 12. They, they, they say later when he's 12. Yeah. Oh, you did say earlier, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, I they like, say that he's 12 years old, isn't it? It was my biggest problem with this whole film. It's just the kids were way too young for what they were doing. For the blood sport. Especially like, obviously we'll get to the uh, final fight scene, but it's just like 12 year olds. Like, you don't get bad students, you just get bad teachers. Yeah. They're just, they just, they look so small and then the, 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 the. It, <laughs> no. They were just too young to be in this type of film. Like, I can understand like 17, like, yeah, that's a decent age, kind of late teens. They're 12 year olds doing... Kung Fu, yeah. and it's just... To the level of black, but I'm guessing they're like... Yeah. Because obviously later on they go to the school, they're obviously in a separate dojo, so they must yeah. be like... Well, the top... Up. Yeah, up there, or like the top students. It's just some of the moves they were doing also in the final fight seemed to be 12-year-olds, just like, what? Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. So, anyway, you've got Jaden Smith. Anyway, a, anyway. Anyway, anyway. You've got Jaden Smith in a bedroom. Measuring his height, he's got like a list of kind of loads of students do it when they measure their height, and he's... Measures height has moved to China, so I'll see. Uh, quickly, did you know mm. where it says it's his ninth birthday? Actually, was Jaden Smith's ninth birthday on that day? It was his ninth birthday. So on on the wall with all the measurements, yeah. it's got it's got the seventh for the eighth, two thousand seven ninth yep. birthday. That was actually Jaden Smith's ninth birthday date. Oh well, that's a nice little fact. Bit of trivia. Bit of trivia for you guys. Yeah. So well, that was he. How old was he when was he nine when he shot the film? Or uh, I film would have been two thousand seven, two thousand ten. No, it would have been 10. Oh, it would have been 10, okay. No, sorry. 12. <laughs> 12, okay. So, yeah, he was playing, so... Still way too young to be in this type of film, but, you know. Oh, big time. We'll get into that. So, yeah, so basically, Jane Smith and his mum are kind of saying goodbye to all their friends and family, I can presume. He gets handed a skateboard, which he doesn't really use. I mean, I was ringing alarm bells, I just sat there and thought, I'm about to get on a plane, mate. Yeah. Just going to hand luggage. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you can't just stroll on with a fucking skateboard last minute. No. Causes all kinds of shit. So I've got a thing with this. Where'd yeah. the car go? Yeah, what car? There's a taxi they went. Did they? Yeah, they went a taxi. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's okay, Paul. Yeah. I was sitting there wondering, like, where the fuck did the car go? Because obviously, so I let it off because yeah. that's the first second confusion. Yeah, that's fine. I'm glad we got that over. So, yeah, so they eventually get into the aeroplane. Apart from that, I'm straight with the film. All right, I'm done it, guys. See you later. Catch you later. Catch me only. So, they're in the aeroplane. His mum's learning Chinese, which I think is a little bit late. If you're still trying to learn Chinese as you're, when you're on the flight to China, yeah. you've done that a little man. bit wrong. Well, so it's not like further down the line, like. Basically, yeah. like, my name is... Yeah, it's... You're in trouble. And she's trying to have a go at him, like, you're not learning Chinese, like, you're only on the first bloody subject. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, yeah, that's goodbye. The, that's that nervous bit, though, isn't it? When yeah. She knows she's in trouble, when she's like, you need to fucking up your game, yeah. And she's like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't learn this language. But I can listen to a plane with John Mayer playing. <laughs> that's true. So while they're in this plane, you get, like, a 10-minute, 12-minute, 15-minute, I don't know how long, montage of Jaden Smith in different sleeping positions which I thought was a nice touch I did like the bit where he, he got told to ask the guy his name and he's like I'm from Detroit <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I think it's the only thing I laughed at the whole film yeah. the, same, sorry. the montage is like cool unless yeah. the film is like 2 hour and 20 minute long or whatever it was yeah. in which case you could fucking just I understand what it's like to be on a plane yeah. yeah. You don't have to prove it to me. Are you ready for another montage? Yeah. So they're obviously in the taxi and they're, they're driving around uh, China to get to their place and there's like another five minute montage of them driving around looking at the sights. Oh, cool series. Then of course they finally get out to their apartment which is called the Beverly Hills apartment because apparently they've always wanted to live in the Beverly Hills. Just not in China. Well, yeah, he shot it down with that, didn't he? Yeah. Not this one. <laughs> he was right, though. He was right. He was, but stop being such a dick about it. I know, right? And he uh, gets out his luggage and his skateboard, which is actually wrapped up in this scene. I think it's wrapped up. And this is where the uh, Blunkard appears, because I don't know his name, because he only lasted five minutes. I think he's well rude to him. Like At least Daniel in like the original kind of releases having a conversation. Yeah. This Blunkard's trying to help him and talk to him, and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, don't even want to know you. His name was Harry, apparently. I thought you would be nice to this kid. Why would you not be nice? Yeah. Like, the first person you see, obviously, like, from America, kind of speaks your language. You'd be like, oh, thank God, someone else can talk it too. Yeah. Well, imagine being there straight away and someone straight away, like, I don't know you, but Mm. let's be mates. You'd be like, oh, mate, perfect. He's carrying his luggage for him and everything. He put the heart. Only Chinese, no, or in China, it might help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then he points it over to the uh, playground, and he says, hey, "Yeah, we can play there at some point." So he's like, trying to try to become friends with him. Yeah, I think it's all going well. Then obviously, Jaden Smith is not impressed, and he uh, immediately turns on TV, walks in his apartment, and SpongeBob is on the TV because you know. Yeah, right. He doesn't even change the channel to see if another channel's got anything English. Yeah. He just tries one channel as soon as he turns it on, and then he's like, "Oh, turns it off." <laughs> Just accepts it, doesn't he? Then this is something like uh, going throughout the whole of the film is um, him leaving his jacket on the floor. They never gave that up, did they? Always about the jacket on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I could see where they're going with it by the end, but it was already too late. This, this in total, there's about forty-five minutes of him picking his jacket up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. So in this, the um, this kind of different change to the broken tap it's the hot water's not working in the shower i believe <coughs> yeah so his mom tells him to go find the maintenance man he asks like the the receptionist he says go out to find him then uh, you see um send a 12 year old in a foreign country as soon as you got there yeah go and find the maintenance guy yeah that that makes all the sense in this day and age <laughs> 
So he, um, he eventually finds the maintenance man. Good old uh, Jackie Chan. Which I really wish he wasn't in this film. Yeah, I love no. Jackie Chan. Although he did he did make my favourite scene in the film. But we'll get to that in a minute. Ooh. Well, my favourite scene, but a scene that also annoyed me. So, okay. Bit of controversy there. So, um, yeah, so he sees the maintenance man. He's a bit wary of him because he kind of didn't say anything to him. And he and he's got the chopsticks on the fly again, but instead he just uses a fly swap, which is it. Then, uh, original. Yeah. Well, I just felt like it was almost like a little sort of nod jokey thing. Yeah. Like, Same chopsticks to, to eat the food, and he puts it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Catch, he picks the fly up from the swap, yeah. puts it in the bin, and then goes straight back to eating again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, that was a okay scene. As you said, like a nice little nod. Yeah. So after that, uh, Jaden Smith kind of goes off to the uh, playground. And he sees this girl oh, yeah. playing the violin. 12-year-old who hasn't hit yeah. puberty yet. <laughs> He's already in love. Nick, it happens. It can happen anywhere. It can any time. After he gets punked at, like, table tennis, thinking <laughs> yeah. it's all, like, good and everything, and just gets well, He said he could play basketball, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Just for shit. So he laughed and said, oh, I've got aeroplane leg, or whatever he called it. That's right, yeah, because um, his friend Harry gives him the basketball, so I was like, okay, well, they'll make a little team. And it's a bit strange, like, like said, the aeroplane leg. So he, he gets the ball, he goes to throw it to try and score a point. He completely misses it, and he yeah. says, like Paul said, I've got aeroplane leg in my arm or something. It's just like his own little running joke. Yeah. Even his mum was just like, no, it's jet lag, but he was up with aeroplane leg. So he would have played ping pong, didn't he? Yeah, so, yeah. So he ditches all his friend, well, his friend, all people playing with, because a ping pong ball rolls over to him. He picks it up, and he goes, he kind of gets a bit cocky here. He says, yeah, I can play ping pong. Well, just first of all, he grabbed the bat off that other guy. Yeah. Which was just rude. I thought he was, like, signaling him, yeah, throw us the ball, and he's like, oh, you want me to play? Like, and they're like, no. Yeah, if that was me, I would just thrown in the ball straight back. Well, it's like being in the park and someone playing football and the ball coming out of there. You yeah. pass it back, you went, yeah, sweet, mate, what team am I on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... That's not the fucking conversation we had, but yeah. they're just too awkward to turn around and be like, look, Dre, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. So, he, he, yeah, he tried to give a go with that, and the guy just destroyed him. There's another little montage. Yep, another little montage. Completely destroyed physically as well as mentally, because he was getting hit by the ball several times. Right, it's nothing, nothing compared to what's about to happen to him. No. So next thing he's um, talking with his friend Harry about this girl. Yeah. He's a bit, uh, oh yeah, he's kind of interested. Now, and he's trying to talk, Chinese to her doesn't go down well. I suppose She's it does like, go around well. Off like, what language are you trying to talk? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you speak English. So he um he ends uh, his music on his phone, which I believe is the Sony Walkman. And well, it's he, just awkward this bit, wasn't it? This is when he starts doing the robot dancing. It's, <laughs> I mean, who just stands in front of someone like that and just starts dancing like that to try and not only stand it. in front of them, but about ten inches in front of them. Yeah, just doing that. She's just like. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> and they just, just sort of looking at him thinking, oh, wow, look at you. Mm. These moves all the way from America. <laughs> then obviously she wants to uh, touch his hair. <laughs> yeah, nice, I mean, lovely that, scene. To be fair, that didn't need to be as awkward as what it was made. <laughs> yeah. Because he just had it all tied, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so she touched his hair. And then uh, over. Is it Cheng, I think? Yeah, Cheng. Yeah, Cheng. Who's already got an angry look on his face. They're kind of having a little argument. Throws down our sheet music. Yeah. Dre picks it up. Knocks out his hand. Picks it up. Knocks out his hand. Then he kind of just... What does he do to him? He, um... he goes to knock it out of his hand a third time, but he, Dre kind of like pulls it away to make him miss. Oh, that's right, yeah. Completely, completely miss it. And that's when he's like, you're going down. He just completely gets, gets beaten up. It's kind of similar to the original, but like, he does get... He does take a pound in on concrete floor oh, yeah. as well. At least like... 
the Cobra Kai were like all on sand. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Original, but like when he like almost done an atomic drop, like runs towards him, he kind of like yeah. <laughs> drops him flat on his back on concrete. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a little bit about this same. Compared yeah. to the, um, the original, that kind of it annoyed me, but it just it didn't seem right. So in the original, obviously a similar thing happens. Yeah. yeah, he gets beaten up, and she runs over, goes, "You're right, you're right," and he's like, "Please just leave me." And she goes, "No, are you all right? Are you all right?" And he goes, "Please just leave me alone, please." Yeah, it's a whole like it would be like, "Look, I want to stay with you." No, no, please just leave me alone. Eventually they leave. Yeah. In the fucking remake, his mate he comes over. He goes, "I'll oh, just leave me alone." His mate walks straight off. He doesn't insist. <laughs> yeah, there's no like, no, you're right, seriously. He goes, no, just leave. he just came over. He goes, leave me alone. He goes, fine, just fucking went, and so did she. Yeah. No one really give the whole like, I'm not gonna leave you alone, mate. You've just it's... fucking been your shit kicked out of you on concrete. You're right. You know, you couldn't call for wanted to because you can't speak the language so yeah yep. his mum doesn't even know where he is he's probably been out for hours now <laughs> well this is it this is it yeah he probably said he's going to a beach party yep. he's still wait to shower <laughs> I just think um, I just can't believe everyone just was so happy not to help him I know yeah so his friend Harry walks off he's like he goes down to have a look and he just suddenly just walks off yeah he just goes I'll leave me alone he just hmm. did yeah just did just did yeah so he goes home uh, his mum's asleep, so he kind of rushes to bed there, kind of goes into the next day. I must admit, yeah, it's good that his mum's asleep. Yeah. Because if it was my first night in China and yeah. my 12-year-old kid disappeared, the first thing I'd do is go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get a key? And he popped downstairs. Door <laughs> no, was wider. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, I'm sorry you're tired, mum, and you can't bother to find your fucking kid in China. <laughs> but you got a 12-year-old kid who's gone. And to be fair, it wasn't even that late when he got home, was it? It was still nah, daytime. It's still daytime, right? yeah. So why are they all going to bed at like 6 o'clock in the evening? don't know. Apparently he's got jet lag or something. Plane lag. He's got, got aeroplane lag. Yeah. yeah. Aeroplane <laughs> lag. Yeah. Uh, what a saying, eh? We laughed. We laughed. <laughs> chuckle, chuckle. So, um, yeah. So next day he's putting up makeup because he's got a black eye. Not glasses this time, but makeup. Yeah. And his mum's taking him to school and he's wearing a cap. Yeah. And the school's a little bit uh, different in China. Whereas, um... Over here in the UK, we have to wear uniforms majority of the time. But in uh, well, Ch- China, they have uh, special uniform days. Well, you say this, yeah. but this was the only day that no one else was wearing uniform. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and he never wore his uniform again. No. Especially when they go to, what do you call it? The ancient the ruins front. or something. The sacred he's, ruins, yeah. He's the only kid without a uniform on. Like, you wouldn't be allowed to go. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. You're representing the school. Like, where's your uniform? Yeah. So you turn up day one in your uniform and yeah. they're like, no, no, no only special days yeah. and then he just never wore it again and yeah. every other day everyone was in uniform <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like does what he wants it's good well, he probably sat there and said mate it's a Saturday there's only, <laughs> only a fair here today yeah. it's not actually school you don't have to wear a uniform yeah. just wear it to normal school and he's just like no I'm never going to wear it ever again and no one's going to ever fucking question me <laughs> nope. yeah so uh, after that he says like I love you to his mum it gets a little bit awkward and he's uh, in the class uh, trying to use some chopstick, which he fails out miserably. Yeah. And this is where, um, what's her face? What is her name? I forgot her name. Mei Ying. Uh, Mei Ying, that's it. Mei Ying uh, grabs his hair again. And they're kind of having a nice little uh, conversation after what happened after she left him the other day. She puts all the plates on the food for him and they kind of, uh, well, I suppose, uh, just generally having a 
general chit chat. Yeah. Trying to think if they say anything important, but I don't think they do in that scene. I don't think uh, anyone's. He just said she's going to um, carry on um, practicing. Ah, that's right. Yeah. It's like, oh, when you practice when you eat, like, it gives you wind. Well, he can't say it. Okay? <laughs> no. um, if you look at her story, it was actually bigger than his. Oh, yeah. It was the journey of this you know, person continually practicing, trying to get the audition that we never found out if actually got in or not, did we? Mm, no. <clears throat> I mean, that would have been useful. Yeah, yeah. So after the little conversation, next scene is when they um, or when Gene Smith's. I keep calling him Gene Smith. It's um, Dre, isn't it, Doctor Dre? I don't know if he's a doctor, but yeah. <laughs> um, he's kind of at home watching TV and practicing his karate moves. Sorry, oh, kung fu it, moves. It when they um, I don't really call these kids, but they knock they knock his tray down, don't they? Oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really down, like all over the floor, <laughs> and like these were. I feel it was pretty innocent. He's only minding his own business. I think it's crazy. I don't know, borderline bullying. Yeah, it's just a new guy See, picking on him. Standing there, and he gets to blame. And she was right; she had a good view of everything. Yep. Can I just say though, in the in the canteen, there was an awful lot of Americans. Real well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was just they made out like he was going to this place where there'd be no one. There's an awful lot of Americans just sitting there at the tables. <laughs> yeah. I was slightly suspicious about where this was filmed. <laughs> yeah, very true. But yeah, no, so um, he comes, uh, well, no, yeah. So um, as he's uh, doing his kung fu moves, hey. good old Mr. Han, the maintenance man. Comes Jackie Han. Jackie Han, Jackie Chan, Han. He comes in to uh, check their broken shower. Yeah. He basically tells them, switch the switch, wait 30 minutes, it works. So like, we don't have that in America because it's, it's environmental good. friendly. Nice eco message in the film. Yeah. It's shaky dig that was, wasn't it? Really? It was a little bit. So in the meantime, he's left his jacket on the floor again. His mum flips out. He wants to what? He wants to do his kung fu moves while she wants him to pick his jacket up. So he puts his jacket on the on the thing, and he's just got uh, Mr. Han just staring at him. Yeah. Pretty much seems simple. But the next scene is when uh, Dre is kind of at school, running, trying to hide from <clears throat> the bullies, Cheng, and all that. All his little group. While he does that, he hears is it Mayang? Uh, Mayang. Mayi. Yeah, playing the violin, and about and this uh this horrible coach or something kind of moaning at her because it's not perfect like she's only 12 yeah it's getting a bit strict with her yeah so yeah you take Oops. parents yes <laughs> so he, he takes he has to take a phone call so he Jaden comes around and starts uh, just talking to her I suppose distracting her from her her lessons yeah so, so as the the coach comes back he uh he runs into he has to obviously he has to get out doesn't want to be seen I thought it was a bit pointless this bit um so as Jaden comes out of the room Obviously, he bumps into Chang and his friends. And for some reason, Jaden decides to take off his bag and just, you know, it's like he's getting ready for a fight. And of course, they just say, like, don't go near us or any of us again. And they just walk off, basically. He's back yeah. at home and he's back watching SpongeBob SquarePants. Pretending to be asleep when his mum comes and gives him a kiss. Yep. And that brings us to half an hour. I'm all set back to the original. Hey. Hey. So, yeah. So, he's found his bike at the top of the stairs repaired. And he kind of goes down to... Damn it. I can't pronounce this game. Miyagi. That'll do. Miyagi. Miyagi will do. And he's um got his... Oh, what are those trees called? I used to have one. I can't remember what they're called. Bonsai. Bonsai, Bonsai trees. There we yeah. go. He's kind of uh, trimming them and looking after them. And he basically says, like, did you repair my bike and the blah, blah, blah. He says, like, yeah. And um, he kind of gets him to uh, have a go at one of the trees and they basically just talk about where he came from, about Japan and all that stuff, about his parents. His dad used to be a fisherman. And um, he, yeah, he basically goes something about close your eyes, think about a tree or something. I can't Picture remember. Picture Only a tree. Tree. Only a tree, yes. Then he's like, remember it, now make the picture. So he starts to uh, trim the tree. So he does that for about two hours. And his uh, mum pops in. And, yeah, uh, it's a bit like, his mum annoyed me in this scene. But <laughs> she just could have let him. Yeah. yeah. You can't just take a gif and go, oh, that's cute, <clears throat> thank you, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> 
we got to go. Yeah. yeah, so he gives them both a treat. Very nice of him. Well, I don't know if she was taking the piss or whether she was really up for it. She was like, I know exactly where this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the bin and I thought you know does that mean yeah she won it or yeah. you know I just didn't get it right this next thing I love um, well there's a mini scene before it but next thing is when uh, Daniel's with Maggie and he's talking about Halloween he's got some pumpkins and all that Jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lantern. Whatever the wisp. <laughs> but the next scene is obviously when they're having the massive Halloween party. Is this a party, though? And I think he gets a prize for the worst Halloween costume I've ever seen. Also quite clever. Very clever, but nothing yeah, but, to do with Halloween. But for someone who's running scared... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about getting noticed and beaten up. <laughs> kind of sit there and think I notice you mate it's the one thing that stands out it's so tall and so big yeah and even if you didn't know you'd want to know if he just went as like a gorilla or yeah. like a kangaroo just or wearing a no. mask or something no one would really question him he's gone in there trying to win trying to look cool again I'm thinking she must know cause she's like oh no it's Daniel like that's mm. a fucking shit costume I know that's gotta be him <laughs> yeah yeah, his mum he's broke <laughs> up his mum's got no money it must be Daniel just turn up in a fucking shower curtain <laughs> can't afford to go to karate school he's just got a shower curtain on that's probably Daniel <laughs> he's probably he's the same as old um, fucking Charlie sitting out there scoffing out chocolate yeah while well, his dad's freezing cold his granddad's freezing cold I'll say hey. this I'll say this now Paul next Halloween I'll dress as that as a shower curtain as a shower curtain perfect perfect and why wouldn't you I know right what a fucking outfit that is <laughs> right um, so yeah so he's we find well Ali finds him somehow I suppose it is a bit obvious and they get eggs thrown at them at some point as well that happens I mean yeah he was really calm about that <laughs> surprisingly he's like oh no he's using real eggs as well the guy's crazy ah oh, he got me <laughs> Do you want to throw a punch or anything? I thought, mate, just wash. You're standing in the shower, you dick. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's um he's washing his head, and obviously Johnny is in, a, in the toilet cubicle. Is he rolling? They would have, right, first of all, they would have noticed him. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's a giant shower walking around. Yeah. But they didn't. No. Take advantage. Yeah. But, yeah, so um they didn't notice him. He sees um Johnny, like, rolling a cigarette or something. I can't remember. And um he gets this marvellous idea to attach his hose to right above where Johnny is. He turns the tap on and runs away. Obviously, Johnny gets soaked. Yeah. And then it's just like a massive chase scene of this this, this kid. <laughs> it causes a car crash as he runs It does, out. yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, that's just bang out of order to get going, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so he, he runs out of the uh, party wearing his shower car. It's called it's like free car pile. Next thing you see, him, he somehow lost his carton jumps over a fence and he tries to jump over a second fence but it's too late they grab him Johnny and the gang then they kind of um well first they all want to beat him up so they hit him a few times then they say oh no this has gone too far but Johnny still wants to hit him yeah and this is where the hero saves the day because uh good old Miyagi don't know if I pronounced that right um nah nah I'm just gonna go with it now um kind of jumps out from on from the top of the fence and basically uh, knocks them all down and they're all just lying on the floor rolling in pain I mean obviously we haven't got to this scene in the remake yet but um, yeah old Miyagi's a little bit more forceful in this one isn't he yeah, yeah. compared to old hands approach which is my favourite scene in the remake it's a good scene yeah, Miyagi definitely does like a number on all of them oh yeah. yeah I mean that's because they're a lot older they can they, but they come out with broken arms the one's in a sling yeah sure. but, they're, black. but they're in their late teens they're old enough for that to happen to them to a certain extent I mean whereas in the remake you kind of have like an old guy just kicking 12 year olds and breaking their limbs that's true. They started it, though. That's true. I mean, why would a 12-year-old attack an old man? Uh, anyway. Well, we'd live in, mate. 
<laughs> well, we live in. Right. Anyway, so um, so yeah, he's back at his um house, and uh, he's kind of treating his wounds, and they basically have a conversation about karate. Yep. I learned from the same book as you. He said. Yep. That is true. I was there giving it the old 53, 54, 55. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about how karate is um, used for defense purposes. Uh, basically, he, he, he wants to go to the dojo to try and stop all this fighting, but he wants Miyagi to come with him. Which is fair. Yeah. They, they eventually agree, have an agreement at 10 o'clock, I believe. So after that, they um, in the next day in the morning, they get into uh, his car, and they, he decides Daniel can drive. Yeah. <laughs> So but he can't drive himself. He's got like eight, twelve cars. Mister Miyagi can't even drive. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So he learns to drive in the matter of that scene. He can't drive well though. But you know. So they eventually ride to the dojo, and this is where they have um like practicing and all that. Then John is staring at Daniel, and the what's the guy? What's his name? Crease. Crease. Oh yes, John Crease. He kind of comes over. Wants to know why he's staring at him. And this is uh, where they kind of talk about the little fight that happened in the night before about. Was it one versus one? It's not a problem, but five on one is or something. Yeah, yeah, five on one, no, no, not fair to anyone. Yeah, that's right. I think we struggled one on one, really, in the beach. No one else got involved, did they? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he didn't know about that, though, at that time. Probably never no, told him. Probably, I said, to be fair, mate, it's in the beach. We had one on one, he had nothing. Yep. And he sucker punched me. <laughs> He'd sucker punch him. Where's your morals now? Yep. So, long and short of it, they basically decide they're going to have a fight in this karate tournament that's coming up to kind of settle it once and for all. Which, when you get to the tournament, was a long shot because they were both either side of the brackets. Yep. It wasn't round one thing. This was, this is a built out. I was going to say, how comes all, all of the five Cobra Kai all on the opposite, like, not on the brackets to fight each other? Yeah, that's true. But it's worked out well for them. I suppose it's a bit like the Champions League and English teams in a certain aspect. So you did. See, Nick, we've been through this before, haven't we? Yes. You're throwing out points that weren't actually brought up. I know. You can't just do it. You can't just add bits and story to make you think you justify it. They didn't explain this. <laughs> I'm explaining it, Paul. They've slipped up. They've let themselves down. They have. I'm trying to repair yeah. their wounds. You are. You're rewriting a film that yeah. was written like 30 years ago. Let them suffer, mate. Okay, I'll let them suffer. So after that scene, um, they drive back to Miega's house with a bunch of cars there. He's, he... um, he's on the fiddle, isn't he? Yeah, he is <laughs> maintenance man, and he's bloody well. He's a maintenance man who trims up bonsai trees when he can be asked. The guy's got like a house and like fucking all these little vintage cars and lovely decking. Nah. And all, all of a sudden he's living there all the time. Like he doesn't even stay in the maintenance place yeah. anymore. Yeah, he, he is Charlie's granddad. Yes. <laughs> It's just the alarm bells were all over the place in this scene. Because how come he's standing in his little maintenance house? Yeah. Exactly when he gets beaten up after the dance. Yep. He's got a lovely place down the road. Yep. You would stay there, wouldn't you? You wouldn't just be there trying to catch flies with chopsticks. <laughs> no. Be, Do you know what I'm going home tonight? Yeah, very true. Thank you. And so this is the scene where he says, yes, I'm going to train you. But so, but so was it, it's not a band around. I forgot what it's called now. Something. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. And this is probably the most famous scene from the movie. I think so. And I was so shocked they didn't fucking put this in, the remake. But, oh, no. It wasn't right. No, that's right, right yeah. yeah. It's Kung Fu. Yeah, but if it was one scene... They kind of had... They showed a bit where Jackie Chan was waxing his car and he was He's... doing the wax on, wax on, off motions. Yeah, I saw that. But he didn't say it though. No, that was the closest they got. I just, I just feel they, um, they slipped up with that. Yeah, hence because it was the most 
Well, the most known scene from the original. I believe so. But yeah, so he basically tells them to wax all the cars, and then you got the, uh, we talk about the wax on, wax off scene, which I think pretty much everyone's heard of. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> so they did the old wax on, wax off. Yep. He did a good job on those cars. They were really nice and shiny. Oh, yeah, he did a blinding job. I couldn't have done that. My arms would have been dead after the first car. Don't say that, mate. You don't know what you're capable of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul. If, I'm sure if you were trying to impress the big man, you'd... Oh, yes, you'd, I'd have to step up my game. You'd be waxing on an awful night. Indeed, I will. Yeah, so he, he finishes the job and he kind of goes to see Maggie, but he's kind of sleeping or meditating. So he rolls, uh, so he goes off. Next is um, where you, he's back at school and he's talking to Ali again. Because, you know, they get their best of friends now. I don't know what he's done to deserve this, but, you know. He's punching one above his weight. Oh, my God, yes. Oh my I think God. He's, he's miserable as well. Yeah. I mean, you got to think realistically, what's he done? He's sitting there talking to himself. Beaten up several times, lost his temper. Terrible fancy dress decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she thought was hilarious. Maybe they're right for each other. She, thought the, fa- she thought the fancy dress was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Her taste in men is questionable. It was. It was like, oh, look at him. That is typical him. Yeah. Yeah, just fucking grabbed his shower coat on the way out. <laughs> and yeah, so um, so basically, yeah, he talks about uh, going around purse tonight, so he gives, she gives him uh, her address. There you go. So next thing is when her mum, his mum drops him off, Daniel, to Alice, and um, he kind of, they kind of do the meet the parents scene, yeah, and and he decides to break something of theirs, There's like a brick on the wall or something. He kicks it and it falls off. It's a little bit awkward. Yeah. It's like it's like where do you live? I live over there. It's like oh, a little bit of a rough neighbourhood because like her family's like really I suppose rich and posh as it were. So they get in his mum's car and it decides not to work, so they have to push it. I mean, I felt this scene was trying to gauge a better laugh for me than it got. Yeah. You know, when you see a scene and think, am I supposed to really burst out laughing here because I failed to do that? I'm just sitting there feeling sorry for them all. Yeah. They let you down in that aspect. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see a bit of the date as well. Yeah, that's true. For a film that's gone on for like two hours, I haven't seen the arcade game that she's excited about. Oh, we're about where we're, we're, we're here now. No, because previously they went to go there, weren't they? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He didn't go with him when he was wearing his camo pants. That's right, yeah, because he was scared. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't scared and he had things to do. <laughs> yeah, take a very long walk home. Apparently. Well, yeah. So he had to go do that, and they didn't. And now, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, so yeah. So this is the kind of little montage where they're at the arcade. I kind of enjoy myself. They're playing some table hockey, jumping up and down, doing some crazy golf, taking their pictures. Kind of like a ten-minute little montage of them enjoying themselves. Then I thought it's a little bit strange. Uh, as they're kind of walking out of the place, this guy rolls up in a really nice car. Corvette. He's like, "Yeah, do you want to get in? Do you want to ride and all that?" I was like, "No." I'm fine. There he drives off. What a bit of a weird, weird, like, scene. They never see the guy again. No, he's like, who is this? Perhaps that was his friend from earlier. Then Johnny turns up and he's off yeah. and getting his car with him, like... It's like, pretty sure you guys have met before, and... <laughs> <laughs> It's like he completely forgot who he was in this thing. It's like, yeah, you know, you can get in our car. It's like, no, no we're fine. Uh, yeah, then there's a little bit strange. They get in his mum's car, and Johnny starts having to get his mum's car. It's like, no, oh, look at that old thing. It's just a normal car. There's like nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Nice car, Mrs. LaRusso. Yeah, it's just a normal <laughs> car. This... So the next scene is when um, Daniel arrives back at Maggie's place and he does the uh, sanding scene where he yeah. goes on sanding the whole of his deck boards. Can he... I mean, I've gone to a winner here. He just saved himself so much money. <laughs> oh, yes. And it gets better for him. Uh, next day he comes back and he's still trying to catch the chopstick with the... Oh, this is a scene that made me laugh. 
Yeah, because the fly changed position so many times on that chopstick. Uh, so me and Maggie's trying to catch his chop, uh, catch his chopstick, uh, catch his fly with his chopsticks for a while. And obviously, Daniel pops in and does it pretty much in the first couple of attempts. First time he catches it, it's halfway down his chopsticks. In the next scene, it's right at the end. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think in one bit you could also clearly see it was on a piece of string or something. Anyway, that's 1984 for you. No CGI flies. Uh, in this scene is when he's uh, painting the fence. Yeah, I don't know what you'd learn through that. No. I really don't. Oh, that was a little bit... I suppose he's... kind of building up your arms slightly because it's that motion. Because he does you know, a lot of fence. You should have sanded the fence down first. We've got a better finish. He would, yeah. Paints like, his... You, oh, you know in your heart he's been a little bit cheeky, isn't he? Oh, yes. He's pushing his luck, yeah. Exactly. Next scene's even worse. He comes back the next day. It's just not even not he's not even there. It's just a little note saying paint the house. Yeah, the, <laughs> the whole house. <laughs> just just paint the whole house. I mean, this this kid takes a while to um clock on what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. Again, does he sand it down first? Does he? No, he just he's got some green paint and he just goes throughout the whole house painting it. Well, that's it. I mean, you don't. You know, you don't see anything where he goes back and his mum's like, how was it? And he was like, amazing. <laughs> got, no paint, got no paint on him. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, so Maggie arrives back from fishing, I think it was. And uh, this is where he has a little tutorial about um, his moves. About I don't know why this has kind of annoyed me from Daniel being a bit dumb. Because uh, I got what Maggie was trying to say. It's like, now, like, uh, paint the house, sand the floor, or do your moves. And he kept going down to the floor to do it. It's like, it's like you didn't go down to the floor to paint the fence, did you? Being a bit stupid. Then it was wax on, wax off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is just one shot of him from doing his chores and all that throughout the house, learning his moves. This is, I suppose, an interesting way to do it. Next scene is the uh, beach scene where he's tra- practicing his balance. I find this scene funny. <laughs> you clean my, you've done my whole house, the old car bar, and I'm going to dump you in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to clean him off. He could get you money. Jesus, he's got a tournament coming up. It used to be uh, clean. The tournament was only two months away, wasn't it? Yeah. So we're about a week in at this point, maybe longer. Yep. He hasn't really learned much. No. So yeah, as he's um, had a little uh, fun times in the ocean by himself, um, he kind of maybe gets him out, puts a towel on him, goes up to yeah. his car and he got some drunk rednecks or something. It's a little bit of a strange scene. Yeah, I don't know why they put it in there. Again, it didn't need to be in there, but I suppose <laughs> nice to see him just smashing some bowls of his hands. Yep, that were clearly glued to the car because they wobbled. <laughs> yeah, I'll forgive it for that. So yeah, they chase the balls, don't chase them. They just smash the balls and they go away. Uh, next thing is when um, Ali is at school playing a bit of football. Yeah. And they basically say they meet this time, whatever they're meeting up later. Uh, next thing is when um, they, uh, Daniel and Maggie are on the fishing boats. And he's trying to get him to balance again while he just sits there and fishes. And of course, he uh, ends up falling in the water. Which wasn't actually that deep, to be fair. He stood up in it. Yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, I guess it was what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So, uh, next scene is when uh, sh- uh, Ali is at, what is it? Is it like a, um... Like a restaurant. Yeah, kind of a, like a restaurant, kind of. Like a posh club, like. Yeah, know. yeah. Kind of like a, I suppose, like a friend's get-together or something. And, um... Whilst they're having a, while she's having a dance with us at dad or something, um, Johnny appears and they start dancing. Meanwhile, um, she she wants to get away because Daniel's waiting outside, so he decides just to stroll through the kitchen like you do. Yeah. No one questions that. <laughs> like, what are you doing back here? <laughs> yeah. And um, while he's looking at her dance with Johnny, he basically just forces himself upon her. And parents don't mind. 
they're clearly right next to him. I can see it. Yeah, that's true. Then the next scene is um, Daniel covered in spaghetti bolognese, or appears yeah, to be. White trousers, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny scene. He just runs off like embarrassed. So of course he doesn't go home to get changed. He goes straight straight over to Maggie's, who is uh, at this point completely drunk in his uh, army uniform. And this is where he gets a bit deep, bit bit depressing. This is what got him a uh, best act, best um, supporting actor um, nominee. Oh, uh, because of this scene. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand why. It's, it's a really good scene, acting wise. He did play a really good part. Um, He's basically telling the story of his. Uh, well, he obviously is Japanese, but he fought. He did fight for. He fought for the like. Was it the infantry regiment for the Americans during the war? I believe. Yeah. Because his uh, his wife and uh, his wife and his sorry his pregnant wife were kind of in America, and they got obviously because a bit of history there and during World War Two, the Japanese got sent to internment camps because they were. Americans were afraid that there would be spies, even though they're pretty much Americans. They just come from Japanese backgrounds, so they all got sent to camps. So while he was away fighting, his wife, yeah, so his um, wife uh, died while trying to give birth to their son, I believe. Yeah. And didn't he? Um, he would. He was, We find out later. He received the Medal of Honor, didn't he? Like the highest. Yeah, the highest like, award. Award for the American military. So yeah, it's a rather deep scene. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, just uh, basically a little bit of backstory behind Maragi. Then he has to put to bed because he's completely out of it. Yeah. Then he's nosy and goes for all his bits. <laughs> yeah, as you do. <laughs> uh, next scene is just a montage of um, a few different montages of um, Daniel balancing upon boats and poles and everything. Then I uh, another fight scene where Daniel is uh, or Daniel San is uh, practicing his punches against Maragi, and he's wearing like that. Um, like the baseball helmet protection things. Like if he gets punt, if he punches him in there, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So it's just again, just a pretty much a few different montages of them practicing. Then it's um, Daniel's birthday. Yeah. <clears throat> Daniel's pretty much left his mum at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's he's moved out. The, these two have become proper best friends. He's moved out. His mum's been fucked off. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's decorated this guy's house, so he might as well yeah. live in it. Well, exactly. I mean, he owes him big time. Yeah, he's just pretty much just moved in now. Decorated mm. it. Nice. Well, he gives him a birthday present of a... Um, I don't know what they call these fighters' clothes. Gee. A gee. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he gives him a, a gi for his birthday present. Yeah. And um, in return, Daniel gives him a picture of him and Ali. Which is a fair swap. Yeah. <laughs> and an even better present coming up, he gives him a car. Yeah, I need to make friends with some handymen. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, just again, though, it's just what the fucking night. Like, oh, so he's, he's got the car, which is a lovely present. Yeah. Doesn't even have a license, though, does he? Yeah, but where's his mum? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's his birthday. Mum's got no money. She's at yeah. home looking after the tree. Yeah. She's got no money. You know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Well, you add a bit in, Nick, to make it right. You can't. <laughs> he's fucking out of order. He is. He's, he's a terrible son. He's, well, he is. She's got no money and he's fucked yeah. off and he's gone to money. Yeah, I mean, if his mum is struggling that much, she'd just sell the car to someone. Exactly. Send it back to Miyagi. You know, Miyagi <laughs> send it back to yeah. him. I'll send Miyagi's Nick to Mum. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's on the fiddle. Be like, the <laughs> like some logbook loan, like left on the car. Yeah, he's still like he knows. He knows if he gets rid of that, it saves him some time. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah. Um. Uh, next thing is when uh, Daniel goes off to find Annie because things are a little bit awkward between them after Crazy. the last scene. And after a little bit of awkwardness, they kind of uh, have a little cuddle and make up. Yeah, I don't know any woman that would like forgive that easily. No, it was very short. So they have a little kiss, and she gets very excited about his car. And 
He lets her drive it. It's perfect. And on that note, we'll head back to the remake because we've just got to the uh, tournament on the original. Have we missed a bit just quickly? Yep. Because my favourite thing the whole film was where Daniel goes to Miyagi and goes like, you're my best friend ever. And Miyagi just looks at him and goes like, yeah, you're right too. Isn't that... <laughs> You ain't no best friend of mine. So yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a bit of the, the car. Yeah. Right off. <laughs> Great shout though. He's literally what. Oh, it's, yeah. So, so the reason Daniel is Maggie's best friend is because what's he done for him? So he's had to paint his house, sand all his deck boards, paint his fence both back and front. Yeah. And apparently now he's his best friend. Well, that's the thing. It's just like how has he become best friend? Where's his mum? Where's his mum? <laughs> Where's this friend from the first scene of the movie? The fuck is... They're probably hanging out going, where's the crazy one by the pool? Oh, there's a woman in the dock. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah, this guy's got a little bit of money and he's just fucked off and left everyone, hasn't he? He's got a tournament in two weeks he couldn't give a shit about. Yep. He's having a laugh. He's made a best friend. And he rules the tournaments like no women like before. Like, it's yeah. Pretty well mixing it. But anyway, back to the remake. Nick, quick question. Yeah. Where the fuck's his mum? <laughs> <laughs> just where is she on the cutting room floor none of us things made it <laughs> somewhere lost in the archives of Hollywood perhaps I've got perhaps you could, they could do unlike we were talking about the remake about the his friend Harry having his own spin-off perhaps they could do a mum spin-off well I think yeah where she's just str- could... struggling to make ends meet without herself <laughs> it could be the same film yeah. where Harry goes round and is like look I find him I promise you've got to concentrate on work you've got bills yep. they're going to make you a manager mm-hmm. and she's like they are going to make me a manager he goes I know I believe you <laughs> it might not be IT for the job that you came but you're going to be the, the manager of this diner yep. I've got you that's the film that's the film Man, that yeah. is the film yeah not this it's wrong but yeah a couple of quick facts about each film as we're kind of midway through so the first budget for the first one was eight million dollars which is quite a lot it was quite a lot most of that went to banana rama <laughs> yeah it was well, a sick soundtrack the whole the soundtrack is pretty good yeah it's it's a got some good songs in there yeah, Cruel Summer's a great song. Indeed it is. And how much do you think it made at the box office without Googling it, people? I'll, oh. be, I'll be cheating because I got it on my screen. Oh, <laughs> poor, okay, Paul, what do you think they made from 8 million? Uh, uh, 50 million? 90.8 million. 90.8? Yeah. Oh, I was originally going to go for 87. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good guess. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, so I didn't go for it. Okay, so flipping back to the remake, it was a budget of 40 million. That's just yeah. for... Bieber to be on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bit of Lady, Lady Gaga as well. Yeah. Oh, God. Although I did love the uh, Gorilla's Dirty Harry, but performed by the Chinese the Chinese yeah, edition. pretty good. Nah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Um, yeah, how much do you think that made? Um, 13 million. At the box office? Yeah, I reckon no one will see it. It's shit. I thought it was straight to DVD. <laughs> uh, Griff, have you, do you know it? I went for 60. I haven't got that on my screen. Okay. So you went for 60 million, and Paul, yeah. you went for how much? 13. 13. Completely wrong on the scale, so budget of 40 million, it made 359 million at the box office. Oh, I, was, I was in like yen or whatever, like Chinese currency yeah. it was. I wasn't going for dollars. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, so it made 359 million dollars. That's ridiculous. That, is, that made it's, so yeah. much money. And Will Smith's son, like, it's, and the title of the film. Yeah. Oh, say never, say never. <laughs> So yeah, it's made a lot of money. That's ludicrous. 
Fair play to him. Yeah. What a name can do. Yep. Way an interviewer. That's what a name can do. Shame the name didn't make do anything with the film. Anyway. Yeah. Did you know the only fact I've got down here? Yeah. I was going to bring Dutch one of the Cobra Kai is Steve McQueen's son. Really? (laughs) Chad McQueen. And Steve McQueen was one of Bruce Lee's pallbearers. Oh, that's right. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. What was pretty. And obviously, the other thing, apparently, Chuck Norris was approached to play like the role of Crease. Yeah. He didn't agree with karate teachers being like bad and teaching bad, so he didn't bother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the part. Good old Chuck Norris. Yeah. Oh, they mentioned Bruce Lee in the uh, remake. But later on, when he gets his, uh, what was it, guy? Gi. Gi. when he gets his gi from uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah. Because it's the same as, apparently it's the same as Bruce Lee. Anyway, back to the film. So I think we left off with uh, Dre pretending he was asleep when his mum arrived. Yeah. And uh, next thing, they're kind of walking down like a, a market. And she's basically saying how good the ice cream was. And Dre was getting really offended about it for some reason because he's a moody kid. Yeah, she's probably really positive and he's just like, shut up, yeah. mum and shit. <laughs> yeah. Twelve-year-old, mind you. See, yeah. I understand more him wanting to leave. Oh, yeah. He's at a horrible time. Mm. I mean, kind of his has... own fault. Oh, yeah. He's um he's had people want to be his friend. Yeah, got destroyed at ping pong. I mean, he's never been back to that park, has he? I don't think so. No. As Bad one memories. Done. No, none of them were. Everyone was there. None of them went back there. And this is the scene where I facepalm because he hears he hears some um, shouting. So he goes around, rushes around, sees a bunch of like hundreds of kids practicing in this like open green area, and he says kung fu. Yeah. It's like, you've got the wrong martial art, people. But anyway, we've already had a run about that. Like false advertisement. The whole film should be sued. I know. Let's do it. After this podcast. <laughs> let's just let's just sue... Let's just sue someone. Sue Columbia Pictures. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't as bothered as you, so I might stay out of that case. <laughs> I'm going all in. I'm going to sue the Italian job as well, the remake. You've got no reason to sue that, though, have you? It's the American job, though. But it's not. You've been over this, Nick. It's based on a job that happened in Italy. Yeah, but the main job in the film was the American job. It wasn't the main job. If there wasn't for the first job, there'd be no film, thus making it the main job. True. Oh, God, the clue's in the title, ain't it? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Really <laughs> <laughs> <you> just clock. <laughs> no, we're talking about the... When you're talking about like the Italian job was facing it, I thought, oh wait a second, going by the title, teenage. That's that's what started our discussion. Wow. Sorry, I digressed. That's going in the best bits. <laughs> and um, yeah, point break. Now that I let's just talk about every film. <laughs> yeah. I've been to talk about fucking karate kid. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get back to the karate. Anyway, yeah. So this scene, I'll I'll rush for it. This scene is very again kind of the same similar scene. He meets the dojo master and he sees his rival in there. He's like, ah, oh, I've run out. His mum's like, what are you doing? Because she's like letting the kids touch her for some reason. Don't know why, but you know. And this is where he kind of goes and basically has a go at his mum. And he says, I hate it. I hate the ice cream. I'm not happy here. I want to go home. You are home. This is your home. Yeah, his mum wasn't very, um... yeah, his mum was basically like, fuck yeah. you, kid. Uh, next scene is when they go to to the Forbidden City and he's not wearing his school uniform unlike every other kid there. He never should be allowed to go. No, should have been sent home. Yeah, I mean, what's the point in having thingy days if you're not going to take it seriously? Yep. He just wears his uniform when he wants. <laughs> yeah, and this is uh, when they touch the uh, golden, whatever they're Bob. called, Bob's bubbles things on the door because apparently it's good luck. So he gives them quite a few strokes. He wants, to, he wants a lot of good luck, apparently. 
And in the uh, next scene, they're all um, they're all on the uh, all they're all on the uh, school bus. And this is actually another scene where you see his uh, his long lost friend just sitting at the back, just with yeah, a bunch. Yeah, get the back seat. <laughs> yeah. You got, got like you know where the coolest kid in school sits. Yeah. He sit there, and I'm like, oh, you messed up, Dre. <laughs> yeah, could have been with him. Had it all. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that that happened. So this is where he starts following the uh, the group. The Chang's group. Yeah. And this is where he salts them for no reason. He throws a bucket of dirty water over them. There's no way he could lift that. I saw that bucket was full to the brim. Yeah. The, the he, la- he launches that pretty far as well. Oh, there's no way he could do all that. Then he's seen a Royale chase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to see him from the, like Griff says, from the opening of Casino Royale along the rooftops. I'm surprised. You get ways and they're all like... Uh... <laughs> this annoyed me so much, this bit. Or the the chase? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah. I mean, it started off fine, but then he was shutting gates and they were just jumping over walls. Yeah, the guy did like a 10-foot jump over this wall. They were like, mate, did it, like... Yeah. I just sat there and thought, I'm done. These are 12-year-old kids, mind you. 12-year-olds. But why did he corner himself? It's like he, walked, he ran past his apartment. Yeah. And past Mr. Han's apartment. Yeah. And just completely cornered himself. Yeah. Well, he probably didn't think they'd better jump over a ten-foot yeah. wall, did he? No. He looked <laughs> in the park. Not yeah. allowed in the park anymore. No. Could have been safe, but he wasn't. But yeah, so he eventually gets cornered, and all he, they shut the gates behind him. He's like surrounded by like six, and they've grabbed him and they punch him in the stomach. And this is my favourite scene because when Mr. Hands appears, it's like the classic Jackie Chan fight scene. Definitely. Like, yeah, no, you can good. tell he this he was involved in this scene. It's one thing I love about Jackie Chan fight scenes. It's just like it's like when he grabs the kid's coat and like tangles him up in it. It's just so funny. Like he doesn't hurt them. He just always brushes them aside. And well, he meant no. He makes them hurt each other, and that's his thing. It was good because it was a lot longer than the um, obviously the original like scene where Miyagi takes them all on. But I think it warrants it. He just kind of used all their speeds and everything against them and just yeah yeah mugged them off. Uh, they're using Jackie Chan right in this scene as well. They're doing. They get these. 12 year old kids well that's the thing I mean yeah. these are um, these are gifted kids it wasn't an easy task what he no. did here he completely destroyed them to be fair he did he, he could have gone more yeah, he's yeah. their 12 year old kids I don't know why they did, after he did it to the first <laughs> one they didn't all run off they were like oh we're going to keep on trying it here yeah they're getting up they're going up and trying again and he grabs like I think grabs the coat tangles three of them up just yeah he's like, he just tells them to go home <laughs> he's like what are you doing you're just little kids this is Jackie Chan <laughs> You're not going to win. Yeah, I mean, they didn't notice it. Something. They thought it was the janitor. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, they were certainly wrong. Uh, next scene is when he's repairing his runes with fire and cup. Yeah. Which was an interesting scene. Then they're just basically talking that this brings a similar scene from the original. But they basically end up talking to telling him, uh, making him go to the dojo to talk out to try and stop them fighting. And they basically, um, well, first he, he wants them to fight there. And they kind of start walking off and he doesn't let them. So, uh, unfortunately, unless... She, Unless you can read Chinese, you don't realise the poster in the background is to do with a uh, a tournament. Tournament. Yeah, tournament. So they, they they agree, like in the original, to go to this tournament. It's pretty much scene for scene, like. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not too much different. And uh, then this is where I think the only time he actually uses his skateboard, kind of a little montage of him grabbing other bicycles and riding along. Yeah, I mean his mate would be proud if he was to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. He's nice. So yeah, this is where he uh, finds Jackie Chan's house, and they basically do. Um, it, he basically tells him how to uh, put his jacket on, take it off, put it on the pole, pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. I know what Dre did. <laughs> 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 Not to see, you know, just like I get it. 
he's doing it in the rain. He's just he's doing it everywhere. Like he's he's doing it for hours upon ends. I mean, this was um, this was an eye opener for me. Yeah. Because I've always been good at hanging up coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you must but, know kung fu. So yeah. yesterday was the first time that I looked myself in the mirror and I thought, I don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't know what I've been training for. Am I ready? I mean, I've looked at I, I did the dishwasher this morning. I looked, oh. I looked at that in a different way. The way I was putting the, the little glasses in the different spots and the mugs and everything was going to position. You're like, you're thinking, am I ready? That's jujitsu sorted. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what are we ready? All you need to know is a bit of Wing Chun and a Jeet Kune Do and you'll be good to go. You know, if he'd just picked his coat up at the mm. beginning, when his mum asked him, would yep. the park have been different? Oh, yes. Been an hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, would it take an hour 20 before he actually started getting trained? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that whole a grudge. just wasn't needed, was it? Fair play to him, though. He tried it, like, believing his coat at home. Yeah, that's true. Like, go back and get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, so, yeah, that happened. He had to go back and get his coat. Did he ever wash it? That coat must have stunk by the end of it. Especially as he was doing it in the rain as well. I mean, the worst thing is, when it's raining, you've got to go home. Your one saving grace is your coat. Yeah, he'd been dropping it, that on the floor all the time. Yeah, I mean, they're soaking wet. Found a, a bit of a weird scene. Because um, uh, Mr. Han only gave him the address on a piece of paper. Once uh, they have a little conversation, Mr. Han and uh, Dre, about attitude, his uh, mum turns up. Just apparently he knows where she he lives. And saying, oh, I've got, I've got extra tickets to this festival. Was it the Shishi Festival or something? Yeah. It's like, it's like, is she trying to get with Mr. Han or something? Is she? I think she's lonely and yeah, Thanks, she definitely yeah. She wants to do. Yeah. yeah. I think the Chang Chang man. I mean, I'm all for that. Yeah, he needs a dad in his life, to be fair. You know. And you can't go wrong with Jackie Chan. He hasn't got a weird and declared him his best friend or anything like that, but then they're comfortable yeah at this stage they're comfortable and i'm happy that the mum turned up yeah she actually appeared we know where the mum is she's alive it's just the kid turns around and says mum i'm going here yep. she's like fine i'll come around and get you later on yeah it gets dark she's redeemed herself because let's not forget this is still the same woman who first night in a whole new country where this kid knew no language she just left in Yep. Well, to go out and get the shit kicked out of him. The worst nearly did happen, Nick. Yep, it did. It was close. Think about it. Think about it. So, yeah, so they go to the festival. He runs off to find, um, what's her face? Mei Ying. Mei Ying, that's it. That's it, Mei Ying. Violin girl. Violin girl, okay. yes. And they basically go and sit down to watch a puppet show. Oh, is this... Her competition's coming up soon, isn't it? Yep. That fucking pissed me off. <laughs> How can you have a competition a couple of weeks to a couple of days to, oh, what are we doing here? It started. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no way any competition could just turn around and be like, no, we're doing it today now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, Especially as, like, she's not, like, it's a massive competition. There's so many different kids in this. Especially as, like, did mm. she get the part? Did we even find out? don't think so. But you find I mean, out the sequel that never happens. <laughs> I mean, this was, this is a massive, like, second story in this film. Yeah, it almost overtook the, the main story. It really did. And for have no closure, it's fucking dumb. But yeah. Yeah, so apart from that, the other side of the story, um, Dre's had enough of taking his jacket on and off. Uh, so kind of in the similar scene with the paint and the sanding, he says, like, jacket on, jacket off. And they basically 
go for the moves of him taking his jacket on, jacket off. And apparently, yeah, he can do uh, kung fu with just taking a jacket on and jacket off. I know kung fu. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's exposed a lot of schools, isn't it? Oh, yes. Let's be honest with you. I mean, they've been found right out. Completely. Or it is. Completely. I, just, I think it is. You, go, you know, you go to all these places, restaurants, they ask that yep. you coat, training. So in a... Clothes shop, Nick. Imagine working in a clothes shop. Oh, yes. Just think about that. <laughs> what they're capable of every day, folding the clothes, putting them back on, putting them thing, taking out the box, folding the clothes, putting them... They got black belts, right? Uh, yeah. Hand, hand it out. Grandmasters. Senseis. Senseis. It just puts it all in perspective, really, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, these jobs are more than just jobs. They're training. So, yeah, and the next scene is when they go off and have a little adventure, which they added a major bit to this film, which dragged it out a lot. Ugh, everything dragged it out. Oh, yeah. So they go up and find this temple in the middle on top of a mountain, like the Dragon's Temple or something. And he sticks his head in a bowl of water. Yeah, he's like, oh, he just like literally dunks it. I'm like, don't abuse it. Yeah, he says, like, drink the water. So he just, Gets his oh, hair yeah. in it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. he watches a, um, a monk or something kind of dance of a snake which was a cgi snake probably when they spent most of their money on but he dunks his head and they just basically talk about how your reflection is something or other, i don't remember and i think the next scene is when they have the two sticks and they're practicing yeah i thought on... this got hard this looked hard to like yeah this was actual training training like it's like jesus can i go back to taking my jacket off <laughs> yeah I think I'd rather do that. Although every time he said uh, Jackie Chan, em- uh, empty your mind, it always kind of ran me over Lee because he says, Does empty your mind be form of shapeless? Be like water, my friend. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I wanted to say that every time he said empty your mind, but he didn't. He never said it. But yeah, no, so they have a little journey. They go back on the train. And um, he, they, they're just having, this is like an extended training montage of them going through everything. And this is where Dre's trying to get a six pack or something. As a 12-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next scene is when they, um, where he meets, um, God, I forgot her name again. Mei Ying. Mei Ying. There you go. About how, um, her, pra- like, her tournament's night the next day or something. They go off and have a little adventure. They go to some fountains. They get a little bit. Then this is where they, um, go into the arcades and have a dance-off. Oh, this was a scene, wasn't it? <laughs> this was a scene. This was a fucking scene, off. licensed music. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think just we just need to leave it be. Because <laughs> they've cut school for the day. Is he, are they bunking? Yeah, pretty much. So, well, she's still in her school uniform, isn't she? He's not even at school at this point. I don't know what he's doing. School uniform day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, they're bunked off school. They're having a little dance-off. It gets a bit weird because... I mean, I couldn't work out if she was a good dancer or not. No. And at the end, he was just like, damn. Very out of character for being 12 year olds, I must say. This is my point. He was yeah. really blown away. Like, he'd seen this whole new. And I just thought, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Yeah, then apparently she gets a call from her dad and saying, like, she has to the shows on, like, in a few minutes or something stupid like that. Yeah, which is ridiculous in itself. Yes. I mean, that's like, that's a whole different. How? Don't know. How can you just do that? People yeah. have jobs. Like, how's all the audience? Yeah. And they have the audacity to give the old eye a roll when she walks in. Yeah. But it's, it's late. Yeah, it's enough. Of just they've moved forward like two weeks and mm. a day. So, in the meantime, while she's uh, doing her thing, Jaden's running to the uh, show, and at the end of it, he basically claps and no one else does. And never looks at him. It's like, really? 
Yeah. And this is where Dad's a bit evil to her and says, um, we can't be friends anymore, basically. You're bad for my life. Go. I mean, we assume this what the dad said. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. This could be all be on her. He just said, well done, love. Yeah. Yeah, he said, look, we're going to Saints Eat. Do you want to invite your friend? <laughs> she, she used it to be like, oh, we can't see each other anymore. <laughs> yeah. And she took advantage of his... Lack of ability to translate. She's so seen the true, Dre. <laughs> yeah, why? You can't dance. That's it. Yeah. I'm just saying, we need some translation here. Next scene is when um, Dre comes back to Mr. Han and he's drunk. And I think, even though I do love Jackie Chan, it's a worse scene in this than it is. Yeah, it's painful in, to watch. Yeah, in the, than in the original car. Because it's, the problem is the story is so basic. Just a car um, crash, his family dying. Whereas the original was a lot more powerful, I think. But he was making this car all through the movie and then just smashing it up. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he does that every anniversary? Like, he smashes it up, builds it up, then smashes it up. Yeah, well, he's just loaded, isn't he? Don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. That's how you get, like, next-gen karate, like, sorry, kung fu, like, black belt. <laughs> yeah. Smashing cars. Yeah, apparently. I imagine what he's capable of. Oh, well, he's Jackie Chan, I suppose. Yeah, but I'm talking based on this training. That's true. The real training. The real training. They learn it in the right way. Probably dirty boxing. Yeah. And in the scene, I actually thought um, Dre was going to uh, hang uh, Jackie Chan, where he just sticks the rope through the car in a noose shape. Like, what's going on here? Because you only see the rope. Turns out it's just the sticks. He, like, drugs him out, and they have a little practice, and he kind of cheers up. I reckon he should have snapped uh. and broke Jackie Chan's arm. Yeah. Then his uh, mum kind of... His mum just keeps appearing at Miss Hazel, sort of kind of spying on them, having a look at them do this. Don't trust him, does she? <clears> no. Mr. Han. And then the next scene is, of course, filming a film in China. You have to use the Great War of China. Yeah. And again, this is another long montage of Jaden Smith, 12-year-old, becoming trying to become the next Bruce Lee. Don't. I think less said about this, better. I think just getting past the wall, let's get to the next bit. <laughs> I think they just did it just to have the Great War of China in it. Yeah. yeah. Get it, you're in China. It's nothing, nothing's going on yet. No. And yeah, so they have a massive montage scene and it's when they cut to the tournament. But we'll go back to the original because that's where we are. So yeah, so Maggie, Daniel and Ali arrive at the tournament. And he's basically, the guy at the desk is asking him what belt he is. He says like, yeah, black belt. Well, yeah, he's black belt. So he's like, yeah, okay, go over there. So while uh, Maggie distracts the guy, um, he steals a black belt from the bag and gives it to Ali. She hides it under her top. Okay. They're getting there. Not no very legit. A black belts only. <laughs> yeah. Very it's true. A little rule like done. A little rule like afterwards. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Then you um. Then you get the locker room scene where it's who is this guy? Because the thing it's the first time you see him. I don't know his name. Dutch. Dutch. That's, Steve, that's it. Steve. That's Steve McQueen's son. That one. Oh, that is actually him. More part. More lines in the film. <laughs> yeah. He's like the hot-headed one of them all. Yeah, as well, so you, you don't see him until like now. Really? And he just goes completely, utterly crazy at uh, Danny. He's like, he wanted him, didn't he? Yeah, he pushed, pushed him back. He just wanted to hit him. So he wanted mm-hmm. to do. And then there's a instructor came along. It's like, save it for the fighting room or something. He was really aggressive there. Even though he just appeared the first time we seen him. Don't know why. My game. Fair, Nick. Stern but fair. Stern but fair. I think he calls him dead meat as well or something. So yeah, that was a nice start to the tournament for Daniel. So well he's he's now changing his uh his fighting gear. He's uh what's it again? Gay. 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 And this is what I didn't make any sense this scene. Because the official comes over and he says only um 
fighters and their trainers are allowed in but when and because obviously Anna's with them and she's they basically says he's a translator but when they go to the fighting there's like everyone's there yes loads of people one for the other they've got so many different people like kids like adults just everything it's like why isn't she allowed everyone else is there yeah I mean Daniel could have parked (laughs) his car there that trained him where's his mum big massive tournament where's his (laughs) mum Where the fuck is his mum? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Missing persons like looking for his son, looking for her son. I know she oh. wasn't bothered that like it was you know shit happens we're here and I'm bothered that you want to go home. But yeah. don't try to sort the swimming pool out. I done it. I've sorted it out. What have you been up to though? You done nothing. I got a car. I got a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she even know that he's got a car because they've only got one parking space, didn't they? <laughs> Around the back, we jumped the fence, and then they've got one parking space underneath. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, what's going on? If you know what I find funny, though, is uh, in the the sequel, in number two, she's not even in it. She only comes back in the third film. Yeah, yeah. And only, like, one scene. <laughs> yeah, it's just she goes missing for a big portion of his life. He goes to, the whole, he goes to China or Japan. I yeah. Know, is it Japan they go to? Uh, it'd be the... Right there. Yeah. <laughs> just turns up and goes, who the fuck have you been? <laughs> It's like they've asked her back just for one scene, like, just, just say she's dead. Yeah, just, where, are, where have you been in this kid's life? Right, let's get this tournament, let's get you the yeah. best going. Yeah, so, right, yeah. So, he has his first fight, which he uh, gets knocked back a few couple of times, he's not allowed outside the arena. So, like, one more and you'll uh, lose a point. So, yeah, so, he basically wins his first fight, pretty, uh... Decently. Yeah. Then you see the uh, Cobras kind of, with their fights, kind of destroying everyone. We got a cute epic montage. Yes, epic montage of loads of karate. Montage of basically them both working their way to the final. Yeah. Then for for a little bit, it follows another fighter, doesn't it? Yeah, one that Johnny has to fight, I'm guessing in the semi, that like yeah. he keeps hitting all the other Cobra Kai's, including some big massive Cobra Kai guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just this massive... Lump of a guy. You can't beat the kid that was made to do like, was it? La- no press ups on his. That's knuckles. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, oh, he gets the second scene. That's nice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and one of the fights also, uh, Daniel defeats uh, Steve McQueen's son. What was his name? Dutch. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, he defeats Dutch, who's getting a bit bit mouthy at him. Uh, about halfway through the tournament, just before the semi-finals, uh, Maggie kind of patches up Daniel because he's taken quite a few beatings. And this is where um, uh, Johnny and the, the other fighters have been defeating all the uh, the rest of the Cobras, uh, having a massive battle. I can't say too much, it's kind of just a, a karate fight. I'm an epic montage karate fight, I suppose. Yeah. Then obviously um, Daniel gets through his uh, semi-final. He has to fight, because he fights the guy who, um, he, he told, didn't he go by the qualification? He fights the guy, he punches in the soccer game, don't he? Yeah, that's he, right, yeah. He him, like, normally, but Chris is like, I want you to, like, injure him. Oh, uh, yeah, I want you to put him out of the game, basically. Even though you'll get disqualified, but it means you won't be able to fight for the next. So he'll automatically win. Because he does it, and then straight away says, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, what have I done? Like, that's in this one. Yes. Yeah, he's like, uh, kind of completely out of character for the Cobras. So he completely, yeah, he injures his leg, like, really badly with a kick. So he puts him out and injures him, but he's, he's like, almost crying. He's like, he's like, really, really sorry. He goes over to him. He's like... Just what's his match? He can't, he can't find her. <laughs> yeah. Although, this is where she appears in the crowd, just magically, after after he's injured himself. And they, they carry him off, and he's kind of in the lockers, and his doctor looking, and he's like, yeah, you're no good. And she's just, like, stroking his head, are you okay? You were great. Uh, just And he's, as of this point, just leave, leave me 
alone go outside. But this is when he asks uh, Miyagi to do his uh, magical hand treatment thing to repair his leg. Which he does. Yeah. Does it to a certain extent. And in the meantime, uh, they're trying to currently crown Johnny as the champion because he can't fight, but he makes it out in time. It's like, yes, we can have this final fight. And um, I suppose uh, the best way I can explain is um, Daniel wins the first round because it's the first of three, isn't it? Yeah. He wins yeah. the second round. In the next two rounds, he loses and he gets badly injured. In the second round, he loses, so it's two-two. And this is where he does the—is uh, it the crane? Is, no, he sweeps the leg first. Johnny sweeps the leg. That's right. Leg first. That's right. Yeah. And injures him, and you think he can't do it, so he has to do the crane because he can't stand on two feet. <laughs> yeah, he can only stand on one foot because he's that injured. And as as that happens, uh, Johnny mistakenly goes running towards him and just gets kicked. How? Get just completely knocked. Well, not knocked out, but just knocked to the floor. Just... I, I think considering how big this point was, I think he should have played it um, a lot cooler here. Oh, yes. But yeah, so he's um, he's held as champion, given a trophy, and uh, Johnny says, you know what, you're all right after all that. It's nice that Johnny gives him the trophy. <laughs> yeah. I just thought uh, the scene in number two was supposed to be in, like, no, the opening scene to Karate Kid 2 was going to be at the end of this one. Oh, really? It's fitting. Yeah. Whereas if no one has seen the second one, obviously he takes out the crease, don't he? Yeah, very true. But yeah, that's literally the end of the film. The last thing you see is a little nod from uh, Maggie. I can't lie, I was a little bit disappointed with the ending. Yeah, for me it was a little bit too sudden. I would like to have just uh, seen his mum once more. Exactly. (laughs) I'd like like his mum to just sort of be proud of him. Yeah. I mean, and I don't don't like the way just because he... um, he lost. He was just like, "Yeah, well done. You're all right now." Yeah. I thought, I don't know. There's, there's, you guys, you still wouldn't be happy with that. I mean, it would have been nice if they kind of went a little bit after on them and then all getting along or something. Hmm. This big build up and it was just done. Yeah. It's like credits. Like, no, I wanted more. Yeah, but it worked. It's cool. But then we got another three films or four if you include the remake. True. Very true. Oh, that so, one didn't count. <laughs> what, <laughs> the Hillary Swank one. That don't count. <laughs> Well, let's go from one film to um, the other, I guess. Yep. And uh, same place. We're at the tournament. Actually, no, we're just before the tournament. Like, the night before the tournament. Where good old uh, Jaden Smith, or Dr. Dre, <laughs> arrives at the... Uh... Damn, I forgot that again. I keep doing this. What's oh, name? the house. Uh, May Ying. Uh, May Ying. May Ying. Whatever her name is. And, uh, yeah, she's... Uh, he's uh, uh, next to him is hiding by the wall with... Uh, Mr. Han, and he's basically got some Chinese he's trying to tell his her dad that he's a nice boy. That he wants to be friends with his daughter. Friends for life. And he basically, yeah. the dad basically lets her, you know what, you can go and see the tournament, good luck. He pretty much says like oh, we keep up our promises and yeah. she said, go and see her, but that's it you can't see him after that. <laughs> yeah. She's got to keep her promise, because that's, that's what our family does, but apart from yeah. that bye. Yeah, we hate you. <laughs> Well, I mean, it could be worse. This family could just disappear halfway through and never see him. That's true. That is the struggle of other people. I suppose the one good thing about this movie is the mum was a lot more involved. Literally the one good thing, Nick. Oh, well, and that Jackie Chan fight scene. Um, Yeah, but I was just ashamed he was a part of it, so it was a good fight scene, but I was, there was disappointment that surrounded it. Yeah, that's very true. That makes sense, because there's plenty of other Jackie Chan films that are a lot better. Oh, yeah. With a lot better fight scenes. Yeah, that's true. Rush Hour. Oh, Rush Hour. I love a bit of Rush Hour. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, the tournament starts. A massive tournament. A lot more people. And, yeah, pretty much, I suppose, not necessarily scene for scene, but it's just a massive montage of him going through the rounds, defeating all the 
the people he needs, and uh, Mr. Han reads the rule book because he doesn't know the rules to the tournament as well. Yeah. And then uh, each time someone scored a point on the big screen, it would have like the action cam, I suppose, slow motion of their moves. I like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. At least you knew who was winning. Yeah, that's true. It's some of the original, and you see them once, and they've won. I'm like, what happened to two points? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, so uh, again, the thing you'll notice with these fight scenes, though, in this film is they're a lot more aggressive. The kicks are bigger. They get slammed to the floor. Yeah, let's throw it straight out there. Yeah. For a 12-year-old karate tournament. It's brutal. Or kung fu tournament, whatever, but it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculously brutal. It really is. I haven't seen such brutality since, I don't know, probably Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Put it in there. <laughs> Damn you, Paul. <laughs> That's why that was last of the Deep Blue Sea. I'm just saying, I just can't really You've been waiting it. for your moment, haven't you? You've been waiting for that. <laughs> I fucking love that film. <laughs> so do I. It's a good film. I just watch it every week, hoping that a remake's been made. <laughs> You'll make film, it if you want. It's a film so good, they're scared to remake it, because <laughs> yeah. they know they can't. Very true. That's something to think about. And the sea <laughs> is both deep and blue. Yeah. What you don't realise, Nick, is they recognise the guns. That they do. They recognise those guns. <laughs> Sorry, another tournament. So no, no but basically, it was—it's was basically like bloodbath. It's—it was like um, it was worse than UFC. Yeah. UFC, Forget UFC. It's got nothing on this. Yeah, UFC has guidelines and uh, guidelines and rules. Yeah. This is just this is just fights to the death. Yeah. There are no rules. No. They, there's bits when they were like nearly beating up the fucking ref. Yeah, they and uh, just, so, so, just insanity. insanity and brutal. Yeah, I mean it's like film one, sweep his leg. Yeah, remake, break his leg. Yeah, yeah. Triple drop, finish him. Why? Why has he got this bad? Indeed. Ping pong. Ping pong. Yeah, uh, yeah. So again, it's just him fighting through the the competition to get to the semi-finals, which he does, and they actually raise the arena up to make it even more interesting. It's like an episode of Gladiators. I like that. Yeah, bit more danger. I like the spectacle of the whole tournament, but I didn't like the tournament, if that makes sense. I mean, it would have suited older kids, not 12-year-olds. <laughs> the original tournament in this, like, arena mm. with all the replays and all that, yeah, yeah. it would have been cool. Yeah. With the soundtrack. With the soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah with, you're the best. But no, they messed up. I would like to see that song in the remake. They could have, like, done a, a, yeah. a cover of it. A Chinese cover. Like the... Yeah, you say that. Look at Ghostbusters with old Fallout Boy. And oh, yeah. You know, sometimes you just leave it alone. <laughs> Valid point. Again, they should have just done the Chinese cover. No one would have noticed, like they did with the Gorillas one. But you know, well, you anyway. would have noticed in a good way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So he gets to his semi-final, and of course, similar thing happens. He's told to uh, put him out, break his leg, as it were. To finish him off so he can uh, win the win the uh, tournament by default because he can't fight anymore. Yeah. But in that scene where he's got him pinned to the floor, the referee's just standing there watching him hit him. So he's, he's just popping. he's more scared of the kids than anything. <laughs> yeah. Like these are the most dangerous twelve year olds in the world. He's I can get it here, I'm not gonna throw myself in between them. Yeah. I mean, is that the one where he got disqualified? Yeah, yeah. See, I think a lot of them could have got disqualified before. Anytime <laughs> someone hit the floor and they run up and start punching them in the face repeatedly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not like standard rules. Right, yeah. So again, they've got two minutes left. He's in the, the like doctor's room. He says he's done. So in two minutes, Jackie Chan, Mr. Hannah, has managed to find some cups 
and a lighter. Put it yeah, on to Dre's... No. no, it didn't say that's wrong. He'll Dre up within the space of two minutes. Yeah. Because apparently he has some cups and matches and no smoke alarms. And so he, get, he gets him out ready for the final. He gets to fight. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have seen it, man, or whatever, but these were two of the odds fighting like uh, senseis and grandmasters. It was just... I think they were, they were fighting more than that. Like some of the moves they were doing, just like, what on earth? Where did they learn this? They're only 12. They're ninjas. <laughs> Yeah. More importantly, how the fuck can you learn this from hanging up your coat? <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's what's done me in. So yeah, similar, <laughs> similar thing. Yeah, he goes two no up, goes down to two two, and obviously on the second one, he uh, pretty much almost breaks his leg. I think. Yeah. Then he's uh, he's he's got to do one more move. We'll see. It's two two, and he's on one leg. Obviously, he doesn't do the crane this time. He does something else. The snake or whatever. I think it's the snake. Does a sway in to kind of have your opponent follow him. Yeah. Apparently that works. And um, he does like a backflip kick to the face. No idea how he pulled that off. He's taking his coat off. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently. If I could take my coat off by doing a backflip and hitting someone in the face. You just need to believe in yourself. How well? Because this has taught us that. <laughs> Apparently, you can become the next Bruce Lee by just taking your coat on and off. Guarantee you, next time you hang your coat, I'll be thinking about this. <laughs> I will. Don't you worry. You just probably just look at your fist and like clench it afterwards. I've got the power. And just think, what am I capable of? <laughs> Greater things. Imagine that though, just in like a boxing or like say the UFC fight and someone's yeah. cage side just shouting and going, pick your fucking coat up! Pick your coat up! <laughs> <laughs> The guy's just on the floor getting battered. That's yeah. the advice given to him. Put your coat on! <laughs> so he wins the tournament. Um, Cheng gives him the trophy, like a similar scene. It's like, well done. And yeah, he's just smiling. His mum appears. And it's just like a happy ever after, I suppose. Don't the kids all give their belts to like... Or don't all they drop their belts? Yeah, they all drop their belts to uh, Mr. Han. They'll, yeah. they'll go to him and like, yeah, we respect you more. And yeah, that is the end of the film. Mm. I mean, it's easier to train one kid than it is to train, like, 20. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's it. Done, isn't it? That is done. Thoughts, people? I've, I've, like, summarising, I, I think, number one, obviously, he's more of, like, a love, like, angle. Yep. Two, I thought it was borderline, like, he was just getting bullied. Either where <laughs> yeah. he comes or, like, I don't know. Two, I just thought it was, like, borderline. Just nasty. And some of the scenes, I thought, as I said, dropping him on the concrete, like, playgrounds compared to, like, getting beaten up. Like falling on sand, yeah, it was just it was just long. I don't I don't really like the remake. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I thought the remake, um, the bits of it just felt really awkward. You were just you were watching just someone get bullied, and um, and it took him about an hour and twenty minutes before he started training. It's just there's so many bits. I mean, um, the first one, it's just a classic, but it's somewhat believable because even the moves that he used to like win the tournament is things that you sort of could believe he learned in that period of time when um, there's no way he could have won what he won uh, learned what he learned even in the remake I think the remake they had a good opportunity to like go their own direction but they they still tried to copy like scene for scene some things and the whole violin does she or doesn't she that whole that could have saved like a whole half hour of the movie 
Well, it's like we've discussed with previous films like um, Turtles and stuff like that. And it's just because you have this budget and this ability to do these amazing scenes doesn't mean you have to do them. That tournament could have just had a more of a sort of basic sort of fighting style and it would have been more believable. Fish turned into like predictable. There was nothing like, oh, I didn't expect that. So it's predictable as in like, as you say, it goes two points up and gets brought back two points. You're like, oh, unless I can do a huge swerve or have him lose this tournament. <laughs> This is going. This is only going one way. I mean, they did have a alternate ending. What was the alternate ending? Apparently, uh, the alternate ending was uh, at the final battle. Um, Cheng lets Dre win, and then Lee hits Cheng, but Han sees it and basically just starts having a go at him. And basically, uh, Han pins Lee down with the table to the table. No, what? Uh, no. Well, Lee merely beats Han. Han pins Lee down with a table. And angry reminds his own rules, no mercy, before Han attacks his nemesis. Dre appears to discourage Han from his intentions, and the two leave. So that would have been a, a much more interesting ending. That would have been good. That would have been a good scene. Like a Jackie Chan fight scene. That would have been something yeah. extra. But I wish I put that in there now. Well, yeah. I think it would have been better. But yeah, uh, my problems... Uh, yeah, I love the original. Really good film. Hey, we've thought like a couple of funny bits that make not too much sense, like the friend disappearing, his mum disappearing, but no film's perfect. Uh, my main problems with the remake was if the fact that children were probably too young for what they were doing didn't make much sense. Uh, also, the love story, uh, again, probably a bit too young for it to be that interesting. The fact that it was kung fu, not karate, but still going the karate gig was another thing. Yeah. There was way too many montages of training, it just got boring. Again, like you said with the violin thing, that was just kind of a non-story. I don't know why they dragged it out too much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just Jaden Smith's character, just he just got buddy for the whole film. It just wasn't really nice to see. <laughs> it was enjoyable. No. So, yeah, it's just not a great film, to be fair. I mean, there's a couple of scenes I like, like Jackie Chan fight scene. That was a highlight. Because the thing is, he didn't even get the girl, did he? Really? I mean, he didn't even see that, no. He's... So he, he's, was, he's still pretty not allowed to see her after all this. Well, apparently they are working on the sequel. Apparently. Really? Yeah. What's going to do? Come to America? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess we'll be back here doing it soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, in a nutshell, I'd I'd say the original all the way. Oh yeah, the original. The other one was too long and it was too over the top for my liking. I mean, I wouldn't. I would say if it was like, it's, don't even go your way to watch it because it doesn't add anything. Don't no. It doesn't. I think the the extra hour before even begins to train. Yeah. He could have easily done that in half hour, 20 minutes. I mean, the only other thing I do kind of like about the remake is I like the fact they went to China, but I think they could have done something a bit more interesting with it. They should have saved that for the sequel. Yeah, that, that would have been a good thing. Like they just, did with the uh, remake, uh, original, sorry. I felt like um, with Dre, like um, Thingy Smith, obviously he he is acting, but I was just so aware he was acting. Yeah. The yeah. Whole, the whole, the whole, yeah. I know, like, he's young, so you can sort of let him off, but I was just so aware that he was acting in every scene, when other ones just feel a lot more natural and um, just stuff like that. It just kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't awful, but I just, it just didn't, it didn't, it just seemed pointless. Yeah. It just seemed absolutely pointless film. Yeah, pointless remake thing. It really was. Again, like, they could have done something modern to it, but it just, they didn't do it justice at all yeah so yeah i think that's the end of this week's show yeah i think um what's it we got next week jungle book apparently oh jungle book so that's what's the cartoon with the live action yep wanna be like you <laughs> there'll be a lot of singing in that one i wanna talk like you, love like you. 
do it this week because I know you're just going to always do this and it always just pops up. <laughs> and, I, and I regret it every time. <laughs> like um, Should we throw a few little cheeky plugs out there? Yep. Um, obviously, make sure you follow us at underscore lazy hollywood on twitter we're up there we put links every week and give you news of things what's going on also um, everything's on soundcloud so go to soundcloud hunt us down there we're on itunes if you're not on itunes try and download pretty much any podcast app you can tend to find us we're also on stitcher TuneIn radio everything like that we're pretty cool if you like our intro music that's done by repair to ruin so go to their website repair to ruin.com find out what they're doing also go to itunes download some of their stuff because um yeah if you like it then you're gonna like them works out pretty well so show some love over there it's much appreciated and um yeah pretty much everything yeah thank you for coming on this week griff nice to have someone new on the on the podcast and yeah i suppose it's yeah a little bit of a backstory basically obviously griff loves karate kid he's a big fan yeah so it was just the ideal one to just dip his toe in yep cobra kai all the way (laughs) all the way (laughs) perfect all right see you later goodbye everybody Ciao.